Okay, uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say, and I ASB gonna find me, because I want to be a part of this fucking jump wannabe tennis tour. You know, I think they got their, his testicles so far out their mouths that this is bullshit, you know? I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm just thinking about having won the world title and, and hopefully trying to win another one someday. You just drop in and just smack the lip, pull back, drop down, say, bah! Well, I'll tell you, Stu, I did battle some humongous waves. Oh, surf looks good, Alvin. Not bad. Ain't that swell with Jed and Vaughn. Oh, those guys are back. <laughs> Get a haircut. Yes, shredheads, waxheads, kooks and barnies. Welcome to Ain't That Swell live from the Torquay Bolo. Thanks for having us. Uh, big props to the, the codgers out the front there for giving us the venue for the night. They were ripping in the server. There's some mad bowls action going on. There was, yeah. Wonderful. But uh, I'm your host for this evening, Jed Smithy Fiv- Smith. The, uh, <laughs> man, I'm fucking forgetting the, my own name. It's wild. Good start. And that's how nervous I am. But uh, welcome to the program. I'm your host, Jed Smithy Smith, the two-time gold cone piece award-winning surf journalist. This is my co-host, Vaughn Dead, frontman of the Goons of Doom. Uh, former editor of Waves Magazine, Trucks Magazine, Surfing World Magazine. He's a don of the surfing commentariat, the surfing literati. You're a legend. Thanks, Mivy. I'm so stoked to be here. Absolutely frothing. I've uh, been coming down to Torquay and Bell since I was uh, 17 years old when I first got the job at Tracks. And uh, man, oh man, what a special place. You know, uh, the, the effect that this tiny little town has had on the global surf community through, uh, you know, boards. Weddies, uh, the hydro labs out the back. Mm. So many good stuff has come out of Torquay. And uh, it just stokes me out to be back here. And I hope you all have a really good uh, contest. Mm. And uh, yeah, it should be good. But make some noise. Let's get into it. Oh, it's a bit quiet out there. Now, uh, Vorno, yeah, I-, I couldn't help but notice there's a bit of money in Torquay these days. It's come a long way from the quaint little surf town that it began as. I. Uh, Took a little walk along the promenade here. Uh, some big cribs, big mansions. Uh, did a bit of window shopping uh, while I was around. So if anyone's looking for a cheap plasma screen, uh, <laughs> just see Mike at the uh, merchandise desk and drop your number off. And uh, I'll have a chat to my mate Tyrone and we'll see if we can uh, sort something out, Vorno. Magic. But, uh, de- let, mate, let's talk about Torquay, to- yeah. Bells Beach. Uh, deep, deep surf lineage. I mean, going as far back as, what, the 50-year storm and... Uh, Johnny Utah's famous captain's call to let Bodie surf one last wave. Uh, magic, magic time for Torquay. Magic times. I mean, if you go back and watch that footage, it's actually only 10 to 15. And apparently, uh, apparently Morris, Cole and Kirk Bjork are actually out there. And uh, yeah. so, so I've been told, uh, Bodie just caught a wide burger around the point to Winky <laughs> and uh, walked up the hill. And I, apparently he's actually just still pulling the odd shift at the Torquay Fish and Chip Shop uh, and peddling uh, the odd gook and a bit of, bit of bush on the side. So... Uh, I mean, deep lineage, and I mean, who could forget, of course, Michael Peterson, way back when, uh, rocking up here in a trench coat full of drugs, looking like some kind of holy call lord apparition, uh, just the fucking, the king of kings, the ultimate tube pig degenerate, long live the king. Yeah, and three in a row, three in a row for uh, MP, what about a round of applause for the great man? Zigging and zagging, between where others zigged and zagged. What else? Adam Robbo? Is Robbo in the house? The local fucking legend, mate. Who could forget? Going from the trials all the way to the final. Runner-up. That was absolutely massive. That was sick. 
Uh, another round of applause for Robbo. Is he fucking local call? Come on, boys. Uh, another great memory uh, when I... No one knows this, actually. When I passed Lane Beachley at the 94 media night. Wow. Yep. It's the, it's the only thing she claims more than her uh, eight world titles, by the way. <laughs> Seven, eight, who knows. But uh, uh, seriously, I mean, I've been down here for so many magic moments. Uh, the Fanning-Kelly final, I think, will stand as one of the all-time great encounters in pro surfing. Uh, Oki winning in uh, 98, you know, on the comeback, just sealing it with probably the win that he deserved more than any other. He's here tonight. I've seen him He's around. here. He's here. He's, He's coming up soon. Uh, round of applause for all. Can we get that? And, mate, the list just goes on and on. I mean, uh, right back to, again, Oki in the current heat. That just sort of set a new benchmark for performance surfing and... I don't know, it just brings it. It brings out the best in, in everyone this wave. It, it sort of demands that you, you lift your game. And when you see Titans out there, they just know how to read that wave better than anyone. And it just blows my mind that, you know, it still delivers bills. It gets a bit of a hard time sometimes. Everyone sort of like goes, what's it there for and all this sort of stuff. But the history and the performances and the breakthroughs that we've seen out there, you can't argue with it. Absolutely. It brings out the best and none more so than in our next guest, Vaughn. He's this is known exciting. in Swellian circles as the goat, the greatest of all time. Uh, he's had he's had more fucking vision than George Greeno. He's he's won more world titles, and I've won gold cone pieces. Uh, you, you know, he's become a, a psychedelic herb ex, uh, experimenter late in his you know career, which I, I also commend. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get him up here, I guess. All right, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Eleven times world champ, Kelly Slater. Inland Halliwag, gold is king When surfer meets pool Here's what they say When the goon hits the dial And there's tubes rank and fire That's the more when the goat digs a moat and mics up with Chris Holt, that's the boring. Tubes will spin, spin and spin and spin, spin and spin and spin, and you'll sing, are you kidding? Goat will bay, yay, 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 like a gate and when the tubes make you drool like a pasta fazool, that's l'amore. When you dance down the line and you think you're the kind, you're in love. When you surf in your dream and your pants filled with cream, excuse me, but you see, back in Cali, that's l'amore. That's the morning. When the moon hits a dial and there's tubes rank and file, that's the morning. When the goat digs a moat and mics up Chris Coat, that's the Tubes will spin, spin and spin and spin, spin and spin and spin, and you'll sing, are you kidding? Me?
Long-time Swellian. Thank you, thank you. How many episodes of the show have you heard? Lots, man. Lots of these. Lots of episodes. 0.75 an yeah. episode. Just then is the I'm going to be honest. That I think I listened to part of one. Which I'm embarrassed to say, because I should be like, prepared for what I'm getting thrown well, under, the, under tonight. You're definitely getting thrown under something, guys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, what about you guys out there? Have you ever listened to the podcast? Okay, so it's about uh, 350. I wanted to be fresh. I didn't want to be conditioned for the moment. Now, Kelly, mate, I love you. You're the goat. Uh, you know, you... I feel something coming. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're a Floridian battler. I can smell it on you, mate. You, you know, there's a bit of battler in you. Uh, you know, you're a fellow windswell groveler. Like myself, uh, you know, small wave. That, that was your beginning. Any interval under 10 seconds, I love... There you go. Um, I mean, I actually see a lot of myself in you. Uh, I know that you've won 11 world titles. I've won two gold cone pieces. Uh, You invented a wave pool. I invented a podcast that talks a lot about your wave pool. That's good. That's good. My question is... What came first? What's that, sorry? Which came first? Uh, mm, Man, Ain't That Swell was way before the wave pool. That's true. Fair play. Got me on that. Uh, But my question is... And I know the swellings are keen to hear this. When does your boy Smivy get a run in the wave pool? I've been waiting, mate. The invite hasn't arrived. Maybe you've lost my address. Who? Smivy, mate. The oh, two-time uh, gold cone piece award-winning <laughs> surf journalist. What, you've never heard of me? That yeah, I was, I, I, it drives him mad that I've been over there and, and sampled the goods. Is he going to get a start? Actually, remember I told you to bring him and you were like, fuck that guy. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew oh, it. Man. Stop hoarding the goat, Vaughn. Sorry, man. Share the goat. Damn it. I thought, yeah, no, that, that wasn't how I saw that going down, but yeah. <laughs> I've been blaming you the whole time. Time, 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 um, time, time, time. Yeah, well, how, how's it been, man? Are you actually going to answer that? Is well, did he answer? Be... I mean, where am I, when am I getting answer. the invite, dude? Is, is Smithy oh, going to get a start? joke. Oh, you didn't feel the shift I did there? <laughs> It was a good sidestep. You've been yeah. watching a bit of rugby league, haven't you? Yeah. Mm. Yep. But uh, how's it been, man? I know, like being in Australia, I know you're, uh, you've been coming here since, well, for a long time now. You even owned a, owned a crib in Avalon for a bit. I, I'm interested to know, you know, when you get off the plane, 
how do you settle in? Like, where's your go-to? You know, I know when I go to Bali, I uh, you know get off at Denpasar and get a, a tall bintang and some garlic peanuts and you know go straight to the masakan. Mushroom bedding. shake. And, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe a mushroom shake, maybe a uh, maybe a massage. But you know, tidak make banana cry. I just just I just want to get the uh, you know get the kinks out from the plane ride. But um. Just, <laughs> I just want to know, go, like, how do you settle into Australia? You know, what, what do you go to restaurants? Are you an upper crust man? I know you're, you're on the north side for a bit. Upper crust at Colorado? Yeah, I'd love I, Well, I was originally an Elaine's Pie Stop guy. Ah. Yeah, so Damien's mom's place. But oh, then... Um, joint. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, upper crust. What's, okay. your, what's your... Did you, you touch the uh, chicken brie avocado at upper crust? <laughs> pretty mental. No. no, I think it was chicken mushroom or curry chicken. Curry chicken? Yeah. Mm. If you ever get yeah. up on the north coast, might I recommend uh, Wardell pies too? Okay. The, the duck and mushroom there. Uh, I've, I've seen Comancheros like lock into bidding wars, like fifty bucks for meat pies. <laughs> the last one in the uh, in the tray there. But Mate. yeah, go. I want to know, man. Australia, like, tell us about your. Uh... I love it. I lived in, I lived in Avalon, as you know, for off and on for fifteen years. I had a place there. Um, came over, surfed the Pro Junior, uh, January of ninety. Was that ninety two? And then um, a few months later, I was actually on that trip. I met Stretch, who you know, uh, Stretch Cooper. He worked for Quicksilver, and we became fast friends. And then uh, we were having pizza one night in Avalon, and we, he just said, oh, you know, I own a f- couple apartments around town, and I'm looking to get something else. Are you interested? And I said, yeah, let's go have a look. So we walked up, and the first place we found, like five minutes later, we bought it. And I had that place for like 15 years with him. And then he had a family, had a couple kids, and got married, and I sold the place to him and moved to the Gold Coast. So, so when you, like, were first coming out here, I mean, obviously, that's in front of that little right reef. We won't mention that's a secret too part. much about it. But, um, <laughs> like Jed said, like, what was your routine when you, when you get off the plane here? Is it, is it changed over the years? Like, do you get off and you have your sort of your things you like straight into a, I don't know, like, if, what, do you have a routine when you come here or yeah, is it just... Uh, well, when I, in Avalon, I used to just get, I used to just get a cab from the airport, dropped off my place and, and I would just, like, get everything... Pitted. And everything was there, you know, so I just hung out uh-huh. with Collie B and the boys and we'd just go, and Shane Allen, and we'd yeah. just surf around there. And um, and then, uh, I don't know, Gold Coast now, I just, I don't know, I kind of keep to myself as much as I can. It's so mm. crowded there, so I just stay at home a lot. And then the waves are good, I surf, and I have a few places I go to get... get uh, uh, get food and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how, play how Hugh style, I've, dude? He's I've, just he locked away. He just like keeps keeps it low key. Keeps it low key. Can I just ask you about the uh, the Pro Junior final? Okay, I go to the commune every night. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a commie too. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that Pro Junior final, just because you brought it up, like uh, you and Shane Dorian were the first. You were the first international guy to win the Pro Junior, which was yep. uh, at the time the only sort of World Junior event that. Matter. Yeah, it was before Pro Junior Series. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So was it uh, like you and Shane surfed that first wave switch foot? Was that just for yeah. fun or were you actually telling the Aussies like... Oh, we're totally taking the piss. That was the only thing we did it for. Yeah, that's no, it. No, I'm kidding. Because there's kidding. been like... No, tall, there, there, there was you know how... talk about that. So, so for anyone who doesn't know the history of that, the, the, that event was always won by Aussies and there were very few Americans that surfed it and Shane Doran and I were best friends uh, since we are little kids and we made the final. We were so excited... We wanted to celebrate, but we didn't have. We literally had zero idea it would be seen as rude or cocky or anything. And we just said, "Let's go goofy foot." And I was like, "We should go goofy foot the whole final. Like one of us is going to win." And he's like, "No, we can't really do that, you know." And so I said, "All right, let's just do uh, switch foot one time." And then um, 
every heat since then, Sean, Shane and I have gone goofy foot, except mm. for one, one heat we had a pipe in back door. But so it, it's kind of like become our thing, like wherever we're at, if we have a heat together, we go switch foot first wave. Did you know that there was like a little bit of resentment on the beach from people going, these oh, two yeah, fucking no, guys, well, Terry, what are they Terry, doing? They're like Terry, pissing all over our legacy. <laughs> yeah, supposedly Terry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Well, supposedly Terry Fitz is on the beach ready to jump out, swim out in the water and kill us. That would have been scary back then. Yeah, but, yeah, it was, uh, we, but it was, it was all just totally in good fun. It was nothing to be cocky. We weren't trying to, like, be rude or anything like that. And, um, yeah, so, but it was, you know, for us it was really fun. But it, we, afterwards we heard that that was the case on the beach, and I was like, oh, that sucks, you know. Like, all right, I mean, you call heaps of that too, right? Like, you know, where you do something for fun and then everyone reads too much into it, and it's just like, you're always having to explain your actions? Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes the context of what people like might read in print or something doesn't come, you're, the way you're saying it doesn't come across or whatever. So, yeah, pretty easy that that's, can happen. That's a pitfall of being you, I suppose, sometimes. Or anyone. I mean, you can read anybody's Not stuff. Not me. No one gives a fuck oh, what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say whatever I want. I'm sitting up here in front of a room full of people. I've said I passed Lane Beachley. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> now you're known in swellian circles as duck goat um and you, you you top of the surf totem but it's it's kind of a strange creature to be on top of the surf totem a goat uh, you know you might think maybe more like uh, something a bit of a stronger animal might be up the top there like uh double of course greg Knoll, uh or, or the raging bull uh yeah. he's in the house tonight Oc. uh i mean if you go further down the animal pecking order you've got the dingo uh, and then you've got uh, the Gosford Grug, Wade Carmichael, and I'm not exactly sure what kind of a creature a Grug is. I think it's some kind of single-celled amoebic bogan, uh, <laughs> of which there are many on the sandy coast of New South Wales. But uh, I just wanted to know, Goat, uh, you know, what are your thoughts generally... It's on- awkward for you to keep calling me that. It's really strange. Ah, oh, it's all good. <laughs> this show's full At of- some point, we'll like, talk name- like actual names. You don't have to feel awkward. If I learn your name and you remember mine. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to know, what are your thoughts on goats generally? And you kind of just answered this question. Uh, How does it feel to be one? They're cool. You know Dan Malloy? I do. Dan Malloy raises goats. Wow. He has has like 20 or 30 goats. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Have you eaten any? They're, uh, they're delicious in our uh, back streets I, of Leggy on there. Yeah, Sate I have Kambi. had a, good, a goat curry here and there. Yeah, goat curry. Fiji off the, goat off curry. Oh, Sri Fiji Lankan, goat curry. Sri Lankan. How do they cook it over there? I don't know, in curry. Are you still vegan? Are you, is that something you're no, some days, still? Some days. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I, that's like a, it's almost like a spiritual question. I think that, I think that veganism is sort of like the, uh, our evolutionary... Uh, path potentially because I don't know you, I, I just I love animals I love creatures so it's really hard even when I like my brother has uh, pet chickens at the house so anytime somebody's eating chicken I feel funny about it because I love chickens you know mm. but I just sort of I grew up my dad was a fisherman my dad was a commercial fisherman for a while owned a bait and tackle shop so I've just always eaten fish and he hunted a little bit and you know Shane Dorian's one of my best friends he hunts so I I stayed at his house a lot and and uh, just he has hundreds of pounds of meat in his in his uh, fridge. So um, I don't know. I, I I think in the future I'm just going to purely eat for health at some point. I spent like I don't know two months last year being vegan, and I actually felt really good. I didn't feel weak. I didn't feel like I actually got a little bit trimmer and gained a little muscle. So 
I don't know. It's different strokes for different folks. Like I, f- I feel better when I eat vegetarian or, or vegan, but some people feel that w- eat that and feel horrible. So, yeah. You know. you know, I always feel sorry for dogs after I eat a hot dog. <laughs> oh, that's a dad joke. I went there. I'm a dad. I'm allowed to do that. But uh, let's cut straight yeah. to the chase, Vaughn, Goat, Kelly. Uh, yes, the, the we're, wa- there. <laughs> we're there. The, the wave pool, mate. Where's this thing headed? Like, how long until we can scale this thing up and get six to eight foot fucking drainers, man? <laughs> Don't you just want to try the four foot version at some point? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that would, <laughs> yes, that would be nice. That would be nice. But. Uh, I'm interested to know, you know, where is this thing headed? And uh... I don't look. There's going to be, you know, when, when we first launched, somebody said to me, you know, there'll be other technologies, or what do, you, what do you think about that? But then they also said, look, there's Boeing and there's Airbus and there's all, you know, a lot of different types of planes. There's a Cessna, does a different purpose. So there's going to be, I think, right now there's what like four technologies or five technologies that sort of exist. I think there'll be more, and um, I like all the different ones. I mean, I haven't surfed. Uh, uh, as a kid, I've surfed a few different ones, but I haven't surfed the, the one in Waco, um, which I hope to at some point soon. They invited me out, and I'd love to. It looks really fun. What's the deal, though? Is there is like, I mean, the amount of research and development that went into before you even released the pool. Yep. Like, I mean, you must be sort of that far ahead of where it's going all the time. Where, I, how far are we from seeing your pool start to ramp up into a... Uh, we, we, we have a lot of ideas. I think the problem is like once you have something that's proven and is working and people really enjoy it, it's hard to then go spend a bunch more money developing something else. Like I have a lot of future iterations in my brain about what we could do and talk to, my, to our scientists and, and designers about. And um, there's, there, there's a lot of really cool things that can be done. It's just like where do you start and what do you, what do you perf- like sort of perfect for yourself Can you first tell and, us a few of your ideas? No. <laughs> Oh, come, come on, on man. Hey, we're all no, friends in us. here. No one's going to tell anyone. I know. Can you guys keep, like, just keep it quiet? Sweet. No. Um, I mean, well, what I wanted to do was like a double foil. That was like my first. I, I, once the wave worked, I said, okay, we have this secondary wave that really sucks out crazy. So instead of um, not using that, let's, let's make the first wave like a little bit smaller. So we, like if we had basically a foil that sent out two waves, and that second wave matched that suck out, that standing wave, so the first one would be like a, you know, kind of a nose ride, sort of, uh, you know, maybe two, three foot wave and not draw so much uh, of a standing wave on the second part. Yeah. And then have the second wave off the foil match that and you would just get this crazy below sea level barrel, like a whole different level of wave. Yeah. You mean? That sounds fucked but, up. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know, Smithy, because you haven't been there, but the second wave after, <laughs> the second wave after the wave you're on really like gets all chopes and stuff. So <laughs> you'll see it one day, mate. Now, go to, uh, Kelly, I know you would have put a lot of... Uh, sorry, mate, it's just force of habit. Um, <laughs> I know you would have put a lot of thought into this, and there's a lot of conjecture about this, but you know, what do you think are the best and worst-case scenarios for the wave pool? Some people are you know, crying that it's the apocalypse that surfing was always destined to face at some point. Um, yeah, what are the best and worst-case scenarios of this invention? The hardliners that, that think that, you know, they, they just think that uh, an artificial wave or man-made wave is just a complete sellout of surfing and, you know, there's this purity to it that you don't go over that line. So, it, it, I mean, it depends on what you think the worst-case scenario is. Like, if, if you think that, it's already happened. But, um, I don't, you know, people assume that 
all these people who don't surf are going to come and become really great surfers because they surf the wave pool. Have they seen what it costs to surf the thing for a day? It's like How it's much is cheap. It? So you're going to go from not being a surfer to spending everything you 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 have to go and try to learn. Yeah, so it's it's a it's an I think it's a total non-reality that people are going to become great just from surfing wave pools only. I think you'd have to kind of have a love for surfing already to even bother wanting to go. Right, interesting. So, I don't know. But the people who are going to become great from surfing wave pools only are going to be very wealthy people, uh, very wealthy and you know, typically pretty punishing, aren't they? Super rich people. <laughs> <laughs> He's going somewhere. He's trying to get it, but there's a joke there. Let's well, get it. The, Come on, a, you'll find it. Of, you'll look, find it. There's a bit of history. Yeah. Between, there's a bit of history between me and the rich white man uh, <laughs> that the Swellians are aware of. But uh, I'm just curious to know, I'm just like, dumb. What, like when you're dealing with, you know, as someone who's like trying to create waves and trying to change the game always, and 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 whether it's boards or whatever, and, and just at every step of the way, you met with opposition by people who think that you're doing something wrong by surfing. Like, are you an optimist when it comes to the future of surfing? Like, is it something that you feel positive about? Or are you more like, you know, the people who are there going, this is all going to shit? Because I just feel like, you know, you're the guy on the front line always yeah, having know. to defend I stuff. I see and feel all of that. Like, I, I, I can relate to any comment, super good or super bad. Because yeah. I, I, when, the, you know, the first day we ran the wave... And there's a video of me watching it, and I'm just like, I couldn't believe what I'm seeing. I'm like, oh, my God, Sandspit's perfect barrel, you know. It's, it's just, it looked like Green Mount or something. And, uh, um, and at the same time, I'm like, in my, the other, one half of my mind was going, okay, what are the, what's the negative side of this, you know? Um, and so I was really... Adriano really, had the answer for you. It's a drop the day after his world title, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's what, he that's was like, I'm champion of the world. What? Who? <laughs> Wave pool! <laughs> right. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, what was I, the negative? You know what? I, what will take a, I will take a second to explain myself with, with regards to that one. So we, we surfed it on December 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had the footage, obviously, right away. And we had an edit within a couple days. And I was like, let's put that thing out. And, uh, uh, and the team decided, you know, our, all the people that were involved decided, let's wait till the world title is done and let's not take any focus away from that. And it kind of didn't really work nah. well, did it? <laughs> yeah, nah. but it was a bummer. But, you know. It's all right. I, the, I the intention, the intention was to... cool, man. He's cool. The intention was to not interfere with it. And then everyone's like, oh, man, you're such a dick. You put that thing out right after. I'm like... I was trying. I mean, I wanted to put it out on December eighth, you know, before pipe even happened. Cleared up. Well, but, it's uh, good enough for me, man. I'm, yeah, but I'm a believer. Anyways, but uh, I mean, oh, I never got to best case scenario about. No, what, what's the worst and best case scenario? For so, the the, the, well, I, I told the worst. No, the best. I think the best case scenario is just improve everyone's fun. Like, I mean, I grew up in Florida, so if you grew up next to me, you you would understand why I made a wave pool. There's no waves in Florida. And we used to literally all summer long, we'd get behind a boat and go scurfing, you know, hold on to the rope and ride our boards and pretend we're surfing. So um, it, was <clears throat> it was hard yards to get waves in Florida in the summer. Uh, yeah. But I, to me, it's, I've always said, like, and I've been hardline with that, it's just a supplement to surfing. It's not to replace anything. But if you can imagine a wave and you can design that wave or someone can come to you and say, hey, what if you did this? And you can design that and you can go ride it and have fun. Like, I don't really see the downside of that. What about surfing in general? Like, are you optimistic about surfing's future? I mean, um, 
I think so. I mean, this is surfing, you know? Everyone here is part of surfing. Fucking ah! And, uh, I mean, that's what, that's what creates the culture of surfing, is yeah. just the people and all the ideas, and there's every, you know, it runs a gamut on the ideas behind it, but, um, you know, it's, it's individual to each person. I think the, the downside of, of popularity of surfing is obviously that it's really crowded. Everyone knows where the good spots are. There's no secrets anymore. Like, we know every swell in the ocean. When I was a kid, you know, you just wake up and go, God, ride the bike up to the beach as fast as you can, try to beat your friend and see how the waves are. You know, early in the morning, and we waxed our boards all night, and you know that kind of thing. But um, now it's there's no surprise. You know, oh, it's gonna be flat today, and it's onshore, and it's shitty. So, actually, if it's onshore in Florida, it's good. So, yeah, because we're gonna get waves. But yeah. if it's offshore, it's gonna be oh, bad. I was feeling optimistic <laughs> about uh, surfing's future until sup foils were invented, and then I was just like, <laughs> we're fucked. So we're, that's it's, it's so that's nowhere. so that's surfing. Sup foils <laughs> is surfing. Oh, I don't know. Who knows. Smithy? Uh, we, got, we got Kelly here. Who wants to take a trip through his incredible career back to the anim- annals? Well, actually, what we're going to do is um, walk you through your, <laughs> your life here at Bells, mate. Because... Uh, There's two ends in annals, right? F- Ooh. I've been getting a bit risque up here. <laughs> I, um, I think we're going to talk to you... I thought he was going through a joke there. About... <laughs> About I read your script. Your lifetime in uh, at Bell's Beach, and um, we're going to show a few photos. Does, does anyone know what place I got my first year in Bell's in '92? What, what what place I got in the contest? Anyone? We got a we got a Gabrielle Medina Rashi for the. No one's putting their hand up for that. No. I, no, you wouldn't know. And it's a trick question because we had we ran a system for two events for for uh, for Bell's and for the Coke Classic that year. At Narrabeen, where everyone got a place. So first through 48, or 44. Uh, yeah, 48 it was at the time. Um, so I got 31st. 31st? Yeah, 31st. I lost to Tom Curran and Todd Holland in my first heat. And then, uh, I don't remember. We used to surf three heats, I think it was. I don't know. Um, Aki, you remember that? We'd surf three heats and then, yeah. And if well, you, you basically had to win two of your heats to make it to the final 16. We may as well, if we're going to talk bells, by the way, mm. get... This man up here. Oh, yeah. Round of applause and a standing ovation for the raging bull, Mark Ocalupo, up onto the stage. Okay! Where my weapon! Right, welcome up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is your what happened then? Second night that's well live. It is. Very honoured. And and you've got your own podcast, of course, which I'm sure everyone in the room listens to. Because I hope so. <laughs> nah. Yeah, Rock. Um, yeah, welcome to the stage, mate. We're going to uh, we're going to stick with Kelly just for the moment. Yep. Where we're going to go right into your life uh, after. It's but an it's an honour to be sitting next to this man. It is. So. Um, this is going to be finger buns, folks, and it's going to be five moments from Kelly's career at Bells. Let's do it, Paulie. Finger buns are just sitting in a room. They're sweet and sticky and absolutely delicious. Finger buns, finger buns, feed your face into finger buns. I actually went to the goons uh, thing in Byron the other night. 
I heard I was, that. You know, I was there. I heard you were in and out yeah, pretty quickly. I, I, you, you guys took for freaking ever to set up. What were you doing? You don't want to know. What that and then I got that. chicks coming up going, can I rub your head, mate? And so I was just like, fuck. You've got to go up there for a stage like, dive, surely. Sorry, hey, man. We've been anyway, trying to get you on. Kelly, can I get you to, to listen to this? This is some uh, just classic, normal TV news in Australia. I just wanted to know if you could understand what's going on. Hope you get the lot, you dog. Hey, get back on protection, you mutt. Hey, dog. Oh, sorry. Did you catch that? Uh, I just couldn't hear the word that got bleeped out. No, I have no idea what that guy just said. Is that one of but those, you uh, also, you're also uh, pretty well versed in the Australian accent. Can you give us a little rendition? Gosh, another beer and I'll be impersonating Aki here. <laughs> something to hang around for? Just give us right. something. It's that good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I actually. I actually. Uh, I actually did a full-on Aki impersonation in front of Aki at MR's event in Newcastle. Do you remember this? I don't. Oh shit! <laughs> but Brad Gerlach used to do it to me, oh, and every yeah, time he done it, I'd so walk good. out. Mm, yeah. How you going, mate? Mm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> well, but so I, I. I told this story about how I was a rookie on tour, and I, I'm in France. And I'm walking to go uh, to go play pool, and I I used to play play billiards a lot. And a friend of mine from South Africa gave me this like four or five foot like a, a, a little pool cue, and I used to throw it in my board bag, and I travel around with it. And when I was when I couldn't sleep, when I was jet lagged, I'd go to the bar and play pool. So I'm walking to play pool one night, and Aki tries to run me over on his bike and fight me. <laughs> this is not a joke. He literally tries to run me down because I'm in like a, I'm in just like, it's dark on this alleyway and, and he's got a hoodie on and I didn't know who he was and he didn't, I don't think he knew who I was, but I had a, I had this stick in my hand and, and he like turns towards me and I'm like, oh, I'm in this guy's way. So I'll walk over here and I step over there. He turns out and I'm like, what's going on? This is weird. And I, and then now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm barely going to get out of the way of this. And I step to the side and he just eats it on the concrete. <laughs> And, and he gets up, he's like, yeah, mate, you got a, you got a karate stick, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? I, I was what? drunk. He's, I'm like, what do, you mean? what do you mean? And I had the stick in my hand, and I'm thinking, just fucking hit this guy in the head. <laughs> I'm like, but it's Aki. It. I'm like, it's Aki. I got to stop this, you know? And so I, I like, he's like, you got a karate stick? Eh? And he tries to kick me. And I just like, went like, what are you doing? And, and I put the stick down. I'm like, no, I don't have, got a karate stick. I, like, it's just, Aki, it's Kelly. What, what, yeah, mate, you got a karate stick? I'm like, it's not a karate stick, all right, Ak? It wasn't a karate stick. Yeah. You yeah, must and, and so I, I just got, I, he totally he totally called my bluff. I grabbed the stick and just ran. <laughs> I'm out of here. I got to the bar and I see pots and I'm like, fuck, he just wanted to kill me. Like he thought I had a karate stick. I don't even know what a karate stick is. <laughs> oh. Oh, it was, was awesome. What was going on that Ooh, night? I'm sweating too, thinking too about it. Man. I was, couldn't sleep. Oh, I do not remember. First, like I was I was most bummed because I was like, fuck, I thought Aki liked me. <laughs> You know, I was like, oh, my hero hates me. It sucks. I think, what, what, it, I think it likes me now. Do you, do you remember that clearly, Ock? 
Not at, yeah, not no, at all. Right. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm sure it was my brother, Rocky. I, I knew that. I knew it wasn't you. <laughs> hey, mate, it wasn't me. Flies every single time. Don't worry. Hey, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through five moments that we've picked out from your time at Bells, Kelly, and, and just get you to walk us through them. And uh, this is brought to you by Billabong, who have been supporting the potty. So thanks very much, Billabong. Right, now we uh, stole this photo off Jolly's website, as you can clearly see. Oh, sorry, Jolly's Instagram, really. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Mate, um, now, this is... Now, that's supposed to be Potts, but is that Flavio Potterot? On it, the right? What, is that... Necker. Is it? It's Teco. Is it Teco? Teco? Mate, didn't I make the you're final? The I made the expert, Oki. I made the final with Potts, but that looks like Teco to me. No, that's uh, Potts for sure. Hey, really, Kelly? Take us through this event. It's your first Bell's win. It's uh, yeah. 94, 95. It's 94, yeah. 94. So um, this was this was uh, yeah 94, and I I had done pretty poorly in 92 and 93 at Bell's, and a uh, little bit of a shocker to the confidence. I just couldn't figure figure the wave out, but. <clears throat> that year the waves were pretty good, so it was a little bit easier to figure out the lineup. And uh, I made the semifinal with with Elko, and uh, he had priority about three minutes left in the heat, and he hated me. And um, he just didn't want any of the like the new school guys to beat him. It was all and Bell's was all about power surfing. And so um, he's got me on the ropes in the semifinal, and he lets this little wave go, and this. this it, wasn't, it was like a mid-sized set, a sort of smaller set, and it moved in on the reef and was deep, and he just passed it up, and I took it, and I ended up getting an 867 and beating him. And it's probably the worst decision he ever made was, like, in his mind, like, I let that guy have that wave to beat me. And then I made the final with Potts, and we, um, uh, we both fell on almost every wave we rode in that heat. We, we surfed pretty badly in the, in the final. We were both really tired, and it was a little bit, like, southeast wind kind of into it, and... Uh, uh, there was nice swell, but it was it was a tough heat. None of us, neither of us, surfed very well. But uh, I, so I shook the bell, and I asked Jolie about this photo yesterday because well, I shook that bell, and they used to not um, harness it on. It was just kind of hanging on a ring, and the bell right here fell off and hit me in the head. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and I thought, it, I thought it cut me. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Um, but um, so we did all the the, the ceremony and stuff, and then. Um, the, one thing I remember about this trip is my little brother was there, and he was 16 at the time, and I taught him how to drive a car uh, on this trip. We went on the, the road that now goes down to the Sands uh, Golf Club, and uh, it was a, just a dirt road then, and I taught him how to drive over there. It was kind of cool. Um, but uh, straight, after the, straight after the final was done, I jumped in the car with my little brother, and we surfed Bird Rock. And um, somebody's like, what are you doing? You're going surfing? I'm like, yeah, the waves are fun. Mm. So anyways, I was just I, I wanted super to ask surf psyched. about the Elko thing because I, I actually interviewed him. Uh, it was one of my first ever interviews. I, I was with Neil Ridgway, who was uh, the deputy editor of Tracks at the time. And we went around to Elko's house and he had a fire lit and a turtleneck on. And I was just going, God, this guy's in turbo wanker phase. He is like, because <laughs> he was Kong. He was Kong. He was this... Don't rock and roll. Don't fucking come. Hey, it was just this the first time. The first time I met Kong yeah. was in 1984 in, in California at the U.S. Um, at, at the World Amateur Championships. And it was supposed to be either Kong or Ted Robinson was going to win that contest. Everyone was positive. They were the best two amateurs in the world. And Chris Frohoff ended up winning it at Huntington Beach. But um, I met Elko at Oceanside on the beach, and he was wearing a glove. 
I'm not joking. He thought he was Michael Jackson. No. That's he the had, best like, fucking this. thing I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> Come with a glove. He had a fingerless glove on one hand, a black glove, like a knitted mesh glove. And, um, knitted. And I had a big... I had a big... Um, Credit stick. Credit stick. Huh? I had a credit stick. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna, that's my next board model for sure, karate stick. Uh, the, um, no, and I had this bag of these big pretzels, and uh, I really wanted to meet Kong, and he came over, he's like, mate, can I have a pretzel? I was like, fuck, you can have the whole bag, man. Look at that glove, that thing's awesome. And, and uh, it was just weird, he was like a full-on superhero, like in the surf, at least, I don't know, in some capacity. He was, uh, he was like a full surf hero, and that was, I think, right after uh, performers had come out. And, um, yeah, I mean, and Kong's Island and all that mm. stuff. And, he, I mean, he was just a full legend as an amateur surfer still. Yeah. Looks like yeah. he's uh, eaten a superhero uh, last time I saw him. Looking he large. We've wow. enlarged the Kong, wow. the Kong. Yeah, I guess, he's not, I guess he's not here to defend himself, is he? No, 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 that's, that's, how, that's how it works. No one can defend themselves. Have a listen to our Newcastle episode of Credo teeing off on Poth. Next level. Bit of hey, truth, um, never heard anyone go. Hey, uh, so what you I wanted to get, say you was... Should get, you should get Potts and Gurr on there together. Gurr's hopefully here. I don't know if he's here. He might be here somewhere. Hey, listen, what I wanted to say was when I interviewed Elko that day, not Kong, but he, he said to me, you know what, I've never been so disrespected in my life. Because I came in from that semi and I walked over to Kelly to shake his hand and he wouldn't shake my hand. Do you remember anything like that? Absolutely. <laughs> so, no, I don't, I don't actually. I was, pro- I was actually probably just super excited that I made it through the heat. And he was I like, was, they're going like this and you're just walking up the beach going, yeah, I made him. <laughs> well, if you Shined see, him. remember when uh, Chris Brown and I made the final at the Trestles yeah, event? Yeah, of course. Like yeah. My, sort of my first big win. Fucking epics. Epics. I'm on stage man. like this. Yeah, and Chris is literally, he was my best friend all my teenage years. And uh, rest in peace, Chris. He was a really good friend of mine. Chris Brown was a legend. If you haven't watched Chris Brown surf, please go uh, YouTube some footage of him. He was one of the most stylish, smoothest surfers of all time. And, and he was a huge influence on me. He, Chris was a dear friend. He was like a brother to me. Um, he got me on Channel Island Surfboards, introduced me to Al Merrick, like literally changed my life and was a huge, huge influence on me. And, and I love that guy. He was yeah. a, an amazing guy. Um, but uh, so my point was, I'm, I'm there like, yeah, I won, whatever. And he's trying to shake my hand. You can see the video. And he's like, Kelly, 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 Kelly. Kelly. And, he's trying to, and I'm just like excited, you know. And I'm just thinking maybe it was the same thing with Elko. Like, I, there's no way I would have been cocky enough to not shake Elko's hand, but at least he thought that, and that was cool. Yeah. But, but before we. <laughs> oh, he thought it. Yeah. He thought it. And he, he, he never, you know, I don't, I don't know. Elko, like, you know, I love, my, you I know love my, Kong. my first win on tour was against Elko in the final. <sighs> Even, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and that's, that's, when, that's, when, that's when he. He was, he was called, uh, he said, don't call me Kong, call me Mr. Elkerton. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, <laughs> yeah. and, that's and, when he fucking <laughs> lost it. That's when he lost I thought he lost it with the glove, and I was like, no, now you fucking lost yeah. it, dude. <laughs> but, but then, like, uh, just before we move on from this, and uh, Ock, if you can chip in on this one too, like, the, the new school versus old school thing when you were there it was so real, and those guys really fucking didn't want you guys, the, the power versus slide debate, all that sort of stuff was cruising. There was this... You guys remember probably if you if you've uh, I don't know if you're north of 25, uh, 
it was a big shift when Kelly and Dorian sort of made that Pro Junior final and then started getting onto the CT and getting momentum and all that stuff. How real was it? Like, what, how tense was it when you had a heat against, uh, you know, Tom Carroll or Potts or Elko and those guys? And, Ock, what was it like for you also having these guys coming through? Were you feeling it? Oh, absolutely. I, I guess I was... I, I guess I was old school, really. I'm a few years um, older than Kelly, but when he got on tour, uh, yeah, he was he was new school, and we were, I guess, we were old school pretty quick. <laughs> but the, but the, you know, the difference really was the, the, I guess, the approach to surfing. But we we wanted to have, we wanted to be able to to have power surfing like like the old school had, but also have the airs and the tail slides and the you know rotations and stuff like that. But you know the 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 first great aerial I ever saw in my life was Aki and Beyond Blazing Boards. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! yeah so. <laughs> There's only one problem. It was a complete fluke. <laughs> kind of you was. Know, the, the first time I asked Aki about this error because um, my mentor was was Matt Keckley, and uh, Matt shaped my boards and coached me and drove me and flew me around the world when I was a kid. And he used to sit me down at his house. He'd come back from a trip, and he'd have, like, 10 hours of footage of everybody. I mean, some of it, like, there'd be a half an hour of him just filming Shane Haran walking with a single fin around the beach. And I thought it was awesome. I'd just watch it. But um, I asked him about that air. And I said, you know, do you ever see that air that Aki did Beyond Blazing Boards? He's like, oh, yeah, I was in the water. He's like, I was, I was in that heat. It was an expression session. And he's like, he goes, everyone just, he goes, he goes, I saw Aki do that, and I just paddled in. And I told Aki that the first time I t- talked to you about this. And Aki goes, yeah, mate, they all paddled in. <laughs> uh, I was like, how do I do that again? <laughs> but yeah, all the Santa Cruz boys and stuff came up to me going, that was amazing. I was like, that was a fluke. But I probably didn't say that at the time. Oh, did you guys have combos? Like, were, were you guys like talking about these kids coming through and wanting to smash them? Was it sort of that, or was like it just Kelly? Yeah, like you know, um, all of them. We were scared. I mean, like at that time, it was such a transition because it was quick. It was like just above me, there was Tom Carroll and that, and they were old school. I mean, I guess I was in the middle, and then I was just like trying to catch up. I mean, obviously, never been an aerial guy, but my power got me through. But I mean, when Kelly first done a reverse, we were blown away. You know, and now that's just like everyone can do them now. Like, and then he done the air reverse, and we we're really blown away. Still, never done one myself, but no uh, great loss, mate. Pass <laughs> already. But um, yeah, yeah, it was incredible. It was just a, an amazing time. And, and what about you, Kelly? Like, is there a, a, a story or a moment where it was just fizzing out of control, and you felt like, "Fuck, this could be a war." I, I, I think it all f- sort of focused around uh, uh, Mr. Elgerton, actually. Um, he was the most vocal, and he was the he was the one that was so assertive with like power surfing, you know. But I'm like, that power surfing's great, barrel riding's great. It's the best thing in the world. But like, if you don't have this other stuff, you're missing all this other stuff that we could potentially do. And so that went into board design and all sorts of things. And um, um, so you know, when I started working with Al, it was all about trying to you know narrow the boards up, rocker them out, and that kind of thing. And we. And Al would ask me, like, why do you want to do this? And I said, you know, I'm trying to get tighter, surfing tighter in the pocket and, and be able to rotate quicker and, 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 you know, the more rocker would help you transition out of maneuvers more quickly. But the tension between the old guys and the young guys, um, there was just a couple guys, like um, Rob Machado, funny enough, almost got in a fight with Stuart Bedford-Brown. Fight? Literally a fight. Like oh, Rob, my God. Rob Can you like, imagine what that fight would look like? <laughs> 
It was in Beer. <laughs> it was in Biarritz, and um, but Elko and, Elko and I, yeah, Elko and I had a lot of battles. Like so, that first the first contest I ever won was in Hasegor. So the week before, I made the final against Tony Ray in Lockenout, and it was a, the waves were this big, and um, I just like, oh, I got this guy. Like he's a big wave guy. I'm a small wave guy, and he smoked me. I mean, like Tony Ray, T Ray. T -Ray. <laughs> And, um, and then the next week, the waves were like six to eight foot, and I get Elko in the final. I'm like, this guy's going to smoke me. And um, I was freezing cold. I was like, I was surfing. We were, it was in, uh, this was August in France, but the water was starting to chill, up, chill down, and, and I was really cold between heats. It was kind of windy, and uh, Poto, Poto's mom was there. She was like this 400-pound woman, and she was just, she was like, the whole time she would hug me between heats and try to keep me warm. And, uh, and she was just, like, mothering me. And so before I went out to surf in the final, she put a towel around me, and she was, like, bear-hugging me and trying to keep me warm. And, like, you know, you don't go until you're ready, you know. And um, so Elko's, like, out the back, and I'm still drying the beach. And I'm just trying to, like, oh, let's just get warm before I go out there. And so I paddle out, and I end up, apparently I got to line up 13 minutes late. Um, and the, Elko was out there just screaming, like, trying to get her to start the heat and stuff. And so we surfed the heat. I win the heat, and I run up the beach, and the wind's blowing really hard from the north, and I end up way south of the event, and I, I can't hear if I won or not, and all these French people are, like, coming up to me and, like, oh, you did so good, congratulations, and I'm, like, what happened? Like, I couldn't hear scores, and, like, and I'm, I'm like, all freaking out, like, and, um, and I finally get all the way back to the contest area, and they're, like, you won, and I just, like, lost it. It was, like, the greatest moment of my life, and Elko comes up, and it's the worst moment of his life. And, and he starts, his wife comes down and she starts to scream at the judges and Elko starts to protest and this whole thing happens and ensues while they're trying to have the, 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 the uh, presentation. And um, it was such a weird thing. to It put such a damper on my first win. But then I was like, at that point I was like... Did he take the podium? Uh, I don't remember whether he came up or not. I, honestly, you, you haven't got that, that video to play again, do you? You dog, got to get lot, you dog! <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty heavy uh, to not take the podium for I don't, you know, your first I, uh, No, week. I'm not saying he didn't. I don't remember whether he did, no. but if he did, it was very reluctantly. Well, look, he man, was, I, I mean, I was, love Augustus Peebleby. He's one of my best friends, but uh, he had to ditch the Elko stuff. That was just no good. It was like he was pretending to be someone who he wasn't, and uh, it didn't work out for him in the end. And what can you say about that? I don't know. Trying too hard? Is there such a thing? What, he had to ditch what? No, don't, don't worry. I missed the first part of that. Yeah, I'm speaking Australian. Don't worry about Number four. I couldn't find any good images for this, but um, the Davo heat down at Joanna. Yeah. What do you remember about this? Because uh, there's a bit of a legend that's built around this heat. Uh, you were paddling out, world champ at the time. Davo comes out of the dunes in a fog of smoke and on a board that's never been ridden. It hasn't been waxed. He's got a wire bay leggy and he paddles out and it's kind of like Ali Wright. Breaking. This story's getting bigger and bigger. Dude, this is this is how we remember it. I, what, I, I mean, I thought it? you were going to say he didn't have a leash. That would have been more believable than a YMA leash. Well, he had a big, thick leash, and Noodles yeah. Webster said, you're not paddling out with that. So yeah, No, he was... Look, Davo was an amazing surfer. It, it, was, it was unfortunate that, you know, he didn't sort of completely ever capitalize on his talent, uh, in my opinion. I, but I always really liked Davo, and he was a great surfer. And um, don't worry, I mean, I paid him back for that heat. It's all good. That's good. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> my my a... memory of the heat was that I felt, uh, I think at the time I felt like I had won the heat and I didn't. And, uh, and I came up and I was super frustrated and I ended up smashing my board. 
That's right. Yeah. And I then, smashed my board against a, uh, a, against a pole, a fence pole, and uh, Barton comes up and kind of starts laughing at me, but then like gave me a little pep talk and helped me out. So that's my memory of it, but that was down at Joanna. Yeah, he had a good bit of mongol in him, didn't he, Dave? Dave, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There's plenty of... He's, he's a yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire with the uh, impersonation. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, mate, could you, could you match it, you know, up against the, Aussie, the great Aussie battler? Could you match mongrel with mongrel, fire with fire? I mean, what, how, what, was, your, no, what was your strategy when you come up against a, a hot-headed know, I, guy paddling out in a cloud full of bong smoke? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Well, I, 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 allegedly, yeah. Well, the first thing I try to do is see if they can get a piss test, and you know, kick them out, a little urine test. Um, no, the uh, we he and I had a heat in France years later, and I thought, you know, this guy's obviously deadly, and it was on these little lefts, and he had that little backhand snap, and um, I used my priority as a tactic on him. And the current was really bad to the point where you could barely, like you really couldn't paddle against it. You had to catch a wave to get back to the channel. There was this little rip bowl. And um, I had priority, and every time he looked to go for a wave, I was going to go with priority. And then he would back off, and the current, just that little time, it would, the current would suck him further out. And he could never get back to the shoulder. So for about, <laughs> for about 10 or 15 minutes, I did it to him in the heat after I got ahead of him, and I beat him. Yeah, yeah I was... <laughs> I was interested to know, like, who did you love to beat? Uh, you know, someone who... Everybody? You, yes. True, but who did you really love to beat? You know, someone who, you know, you didn't necessarily get along with that well, but you just knew you had the wood on them. Yeah, no. matter how no, hard yeah. they tried, they just couldn't get near you, and you knew it, and you were just toying with them like a kitten. It depends. A small, headless bird. <laughs> there is, um... It just depends. There's like... Up. There's, I would love to meet Aki. It was awesome. No, um, uh, I, it depends because there's, like, there's some guys you just hate and there's some guys you just respect. And you equally want to beat them for different reasons. But uh, I love to beat Aki. I, uh, I love to beat Elko, especially <laughs> when he was Elko and not Kong. Um, but he, he, just, he seemed to like, resent and hate our group of guys so much that we were like, screw this guy. Like, every time you surf against him, every one of us would kind of get together and be like, you got to smash that guy. Mm. And it was like, it was just this goal to constantly beat him. Um, sh- strangely enough... Um, what was your record against him? Oh, I, just, I actually don't, don't remember. I don't know. But uh, the, what, maybe the last time we surfed against each other was, at ni- was 96. It was um, June 4th, 96 in G-Land, the, literally the hour my daughter was born. And... Uh, and, and um, Elko beat me. I was me. there. The waves are perfect. The waves are perfect, and he beat me, and I, I flew straight home that day. But uh, I, I really liked to beat him. Um, I, loved, I always loved having heats with, uh, with Mick and um, obviously with Andy. Uh, I probably, I, in the end, I probably liked beating Andy better than anybody because it was just, we just, you know, for a time we just hated each other, and it, that was the worst guy you could lose to in the world was either me to you know him losing to me or me losing to him. It was, it was like the worst. What, what did you learn? Like, cause this heat, like you said, you smash your board and then you went out that night. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know I'm positive because you wound up in the tracks house, pretty passed out. I was there at the time. I was tired. <laughs> Maybe. Tired of drinking. I surfed a, I surfed a hard heat that day. But, um, I happened to be at the tracks house that night and I said to Ridgeway, like, I went, 
Kelly's in the house? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like sleeping off this loss. And I went, golden opportunity to shave his eyebrows. (laughs) Surely. I mean, that's the Australian way. I was actually thinking if we had one, I'd shave his head tonight. Oh, that'd be good. I was like, can I get those glasses and that hat off you and shave your head? But But I just wanted to pull this up, DJ. Kelly, what would you have done if he had shaved your eyebrows? Uh, I probably would have woke up. And? Punched him. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Kick him in the balls or something. Well, no, I don't no. know. What do you do when you're Snap really tired and sleeping? Head. I don't know. But we can tell you what you would have looked like. <laughs> oh, yes. So this is what you look like. Oh, yeah. Let's and this if Vaughn, you know, did it. <laughs> it's so subtle know. yet so disturbing. It is. I just kind of look like Peter Garrett or something. Oh! <laughs> Midnight Oil reference. Extra points for the guy. <laughs> Uh, Midnight Oil tribute band playing pretty here good, at Torquay eh? Bolo in the next week or so, uh, if you're still in town. Just before we move on from this, I, I did want to... Before we do, we need yeah. to know, Kel, you reckon you got Vaughn in a scrap? What? Got, you think you've got Vaughn in a scrap? The We're battle of the ball, guys? If we had a fight. If you had a fight. Who'd win if we had a fight. To oh, the death. If we got a fight. Yeah. Oh, to the death? Yeah. Oh, you would die. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of rear naked chokeholds. Yeah. I was actually, I was watching Joe Rogan's Mate, podcast. I would bash you with Oki's crying stick until the cows came home. <laughs> crying stick? Karate stick. Isn't that what it was? Different, no, it's a karate stick. A karate you, stick. Do you, do you need <laughs> subtitles too? I thought it was a crying stick. <laughs> At least it wasn't his no, tummy guys. stick. At least it wasn't his bread stick. <laughs> Number three. All right, this is, this is a question for both you guys. Like, how fucking good does it feel to be going full speed off the bottom with eight-foot bowl flying at you and just absolutely planting it? Turbo V8. Is that one of the best sections in the world when you fucking come into it like that, Kelly? Yeah, it's just the best feeling in the world. It's, I mean, a, a big air is great and blah, blah, but like, there's nothing better than a car just, a, just laying it on rail as long as you can, as hard as you can with all the speed, you know, and like something you see Curran or Aki or Parco do. Yeah. I mean, that shot, just, you heard the room, everyone's just, that's timeless surfing at an absolute best. But is this... Bells gets a hard time, especially online, you know, when it's a bad year or whatever. Yeah. But that says everything to me about, like, why it's on tour. Yeah, I, I give, I'm the first guy to talk shit about Bells. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But it's a, it's get a, out! It's get just, out! <laughs> it's just a tough wave, you know. And when, when, it's, when, it's, when it's good, it's great. When it's yeah. low tide and it's offshore and it's got, like, like you know, enough waves in the swell. Like, yeah. a lot of times you get those deep, long interval west swells and it's just, like... You're just watching Grass Girl, like you said before, but it's um, but when it's pumping, like that was 2006, and it was just nonstop, just wave after wave for three days straight, and we just ran nonstop from sunup to sundown. It was low tide in the middle of the day, and um, funny enough, the swell that finally was starting to kind of back off on the final day, and the tide was getting really high, and um, I think Park and I just just snuck that heat out before it kind of got too high and backed off too much. Yeah, I was there that day. That turn was amazing. It was kind of where the the whole beach kind of went the same when Tom Carroll done the turn at Pipeline, even though, you know, because it's just rad that he actually even went down to grab the rail. I thought, um, I was like, what's he doing? But 
He made that turn into a like an incredible turn. And uh, I don't know what you got for that, but it was a big score. Mm. It was probably. 10. Oh, what about you when you when you like? Because when we watch you surf bells, I always think, fuck, it just doesn't even look like there's any thing going on in your mind. It just looks like complete and utter flow with what's coming at you. Do you sort of like hunt down that bowl section to really cut loose on, or are you just in your? Is it just in the moment for you? Yeah, the bells is really for me. I mean, it's always suited my surfing, and I love it. It's like my favorite, one of my favorite waves, if not the f- most favorite wave in the water. It suits me. It suits my style. Like my, um, haven't got a lot of moving parts in my style, so um, <laughs> I, I think it suits bells because bells doesn't move around a whole lot either. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just. And I think my weight suits spells, you know, to um, all those weird things. But yeah, yeah, I, I love it. Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, you got a nine eight or a ten against Andy? Do you remember that? You remember that he? Yeah. You 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 caught a wave off the boy. And, I got so dropped were, off. I, I want to say you might have been comboed, and you caught a wave, and you got a good score, and you got dropped yeah, off way outside exactly. and a huge set came and you got an Andy got caught inside with priority with priority and had yeah. to duck it and you got like a 9.8 on that 9. one 9.99 9, 9, yeah actually <laughs> just quietly <laughs> I can't I can't I can't remember who was the dog ten. who was the dog who judge? was it yeah who was it I used to fucking protection the man <laughs> who was it but the funny thing, Kelly, when Andy was like, at the start of the heat, he gave me priority. And he's like, I'm like, you don't need to do that. I think he was going for a world title. And he's like, yeah, nah, respect. You got priority. And then, uh, then when that happened, yeah, I think I was in a combo. Then I got back in the heat and he had priority. And that I got dropped off on the ski right next to the boy and the set broke there. It was like 10 foot. And Andy's paddling up, laughing, screaming, laughing at me, <laughs> knew him that I'd have it. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. He was man. the best. He used to scream at me too. It's different. The greatest moment, or one of the greatest moments ever seen in the history of the comp. Oh, man, that's wild. From grab rail calves to full rope air reverses into a howling offshore. I mean, Kelly, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost an unnatural rotation in a way. It's hard to believe you stuck that. I feel like you... Ha- Look at Mick. <laughs> Is it true that your head just stayed on an axis and you were just staring at Mick the whole time? Uh, <laughs> you're doing that air reverse? <laughs> <laughs> Mick reckons that's what happened. <laughs> Mick fully says that. He says that midway through the air, your eyes locked and you just kept looking at him as you were landing it. But uh, yeah, the Kel- I, actually had, I actually had done an air before that, and I didn't make it. And but I was feeling it. I was like, okay, I can get this rotation with this. The wind's just the right direction, kind of into us, not offshore like, with us. And uh, I just and there was a little bit of bump. You can see I, I hit a bump there, and uh, there was just a, enough chop coming across to kind of give some launch ramps. But I mean, typically you don't see those kind of waves at bells. Talk to us about confidence, Kelly. I mean, just, you know, I heard KP on the opcast. He was saying, uh, you know, you were like a magician at the tail end of heats, just manufacturing scores out of nowhere. Uh, can you tell us what it was like, yeah, just to, how you manufacture confidence, what it feels like to be in the dying stages of a heat, needing a score, and it just never seemed to phase you. Like, what did it feel like? Um, 
Um, well, how did you feel in those moments? It was fun. I had a, I had a, uh, we were in Reunion Island in 96, and um, I had this weird sort of, like, epiphany moment happen to me. We were playing, we were playing the shuffleboard game in the hotel we were all staying at, and, uh, and, and, you know, you build up these points against the guy you're playing against, and then the last throw could, could like, smash all, all the points off the board, and you could win. Even if you were down, like, the other guy had four of his little things on there, and you only had one. And um, I remember it being in a heat against Barton, and I was down, and I needed two scores, and, or whatever, two or three scores. I was comboed. And I just, that thought came in my head. And I was paddling back out, and I thought, don't worry about, like, the whole thing. Just, just like, worry about the moment you're in. And it was, it was like, the, it was... One of the standout moments in my career where I thought, just be in the moment, be present right now, and that's all you can control. And so I just did that. I went, okay, I'll just focus on this paddle and, and just how's the water feel and stop getting out of my getting out of my head and get out of my own way, you know. And then, um, like my next two waves were really good waves, and I won the heat, and then I won the contest. And I thought, oh, I'll just I'm just going to carry that over. And then I won J Bay the week later, and um, uh, and it just it was just something that that uh, resounded with me so much. Um, and I just thought, I'll just surf that way. And so I always thought in my head, like, no matter, w- if, if you have a chance, if you're within, a, you know, under 10 points, you can catch the guy. So just have that confidence. And if it doesn't happen, who cares? If you're so far down, you don't win, there's no pressure. Like, y- you can kind of play that with, with your mind. So, like, I'm not expected to win or, or to win this situation I'm in. So just kind of relax and... Do what you can, and if it happens, great. You did it time and time again. You did it so many times. Like, it was, must have been so infuriating for your competitors. But you're at a different stage of your career now. You haven't had the best start to the season. Uh, you know, looking back on those times, can you get back there? Like, how, how, do, you, how do you manufacture confidence? You know what I mean? And how are you feeling now, I guess? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm at the utmost confidence after a 33rd last week. Um, <laughs> Jack Paddo's got a shuffleboard at his place if you want to yeah, go Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, I th- I, I've always said, though, that losses teach you more than wins. You win, you celebrate, and you're happy. You don't necessarily go back and really think about all the things you did um, as much as intently as the things that got you to a loss. I, I find, find that. Um, so I used to spend a lot of time, if, after I'd win, I'd try to have a little alone time and think about, okay, what good choices did I make? I used to keep notes on all my heats. I would keep the score sheet from every heat, like a printout of it, and write notes on this sheet. And I used to have this, this, uh, this full catalog of all my heats for years and years, and I could just kind of look back through those. And uh, I, I realized no one was doing that, so I felt like very I had normal. a... Very normal, very normal Very normal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 11 world titles, also very normal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, gosh, I don't know. If you're going to do something, do it to the best of your ability, man. How much did, did the loss on the Goldie sort of put a dent in your plans for the year? Did it, did it, like, and how are you able to overcome? Like, you know, you're saying you learn a lot. I was planning a, a, a winning party at the commune, yeah. and that didn't happen. But, but at, like, see, like yeah. how, does, how does, like, you know, you come back into the year, uh, we don't know really what your plans are post this year, but we're assuming that it's a big one for you. How, I called it. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, man. But I, I'm curious to know, like, you know, how much did that result affect you and how are you able to learn from that and then 
kick it on was, into this year to do what you want to do. But somebody said to me, I can't believe you still care after all this time. I'm like, if I didn't care, I wouldn't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I still care. But um, uh, there's no delusions of grandeur. I know, I know what the level's at. I know what I can and can't match. Um, and, and if I can't match it, I know whether I can get myself to that position to be able to match those things. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just still feel like a kid in my head, you know? Um, I still feel like a teenager, like emotionally and mentally sometimes. But uh, uh, so, um, you know, one of my best friends wrote me a, a message today, a friend of mine, Walt Cerny, who I grew up with. You might know Walter. But um, we used to surf on teams together, and he just said, look, just, just have fun. Just enjoy yourself. Soak it all up and, and really enjoy the moment, like all the moments that are happening. And, and uh, I think that's the only way you can get to back you know get back to your own personal greatness your own personal level that you can aspire to is just, is to really have fun and enjoy uh, can, that thing it's it's easier said than done you know i get in my head a lot um and uh i you know sometimes i put a lot of pressure on myself uh i always do i always expect a lot of myself so you, you have to pull your expectations back you know what, what's if i may don't have to say so you can whisper it in my ear later what is your goal for the year? Is it just to have fun? Or do you have a set goal? Do you want to win events? Like, do you have a spe- specific events you want to win? Do you want to finish top five? Do you want to make the Olympic team? Getting some mental vision would have to be in the, uh, in the priorities too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Getting, I, just getting skits vision. I'm going to be honest. I, didn't, I, I honestly didn't understand a word you just said. That was great. <laughs> you unfamiliar with the term vige? Mate, you're the vige king. You've got more vision than Greeno, dude. Um, I'd love to win a couple of events this year, for sure. I mean, not specific ones. I, look, I'd love to win Chopu and Pipeline, 100%. 100% but uh, I'd love to win Bells, and I'd love to win Karamas. I'd love to win Margaret River. I mean, every event I go to, Small I want to win that list, thing. Small goal list, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, you know, why think, oh, I want to win one event this year? Like, nobody winning world titles is thinking, I want to win one event this year. That's, that's like, I want to just win six heats in a row, and that's it. And uh, that's not what you aspire to on these levels uh, when you're on world tours. You just, you want it, you honestly got to believe you can go out there and win every single heat somehow. Um, <clears throat> I was talking to Noodles, Webster, about he, he had this heat against um, Guilherme Herdy from, from Brazil. And it was at high tide Mundaka. <clears throat> the swell was really small. The tide was getting higher. The waves were completely stopping. And Noodles only caught one wave, and Guillermo had caught three or four waves, and he was clearly in the lead. And, um, and Noodles goes, I don't, I, he goes, I had no idea how. I was totally getting smoked in the heat. I had no idea how I'd win, but he goes, I just knew I was going to win. I could feel it. And when you're a competitor, you just, you can feel those things. Sometimes you just, I don't know what, I'm just going to follow whatever this feeling or this flow is. And uh, so the end of heat came, and he needs a really high score, like, a, a, you know, a nine or whatever. <clears throat> and the waves are tiny. You can't get, like, over six. And he, he doesn't have priority either, and he's, he's further out than Guilherme, maybe from here to the wall or whatever. And he takes off in the wave, and this heat ends, and Guilherme drops in on him with priority. Mm. But the heat was over. Guilherme gets, a pri- gets an in- priority interference and loses the heat. Yeah, that rule was and in play back then. It yeah. was just, yeah, it's just, this, it's just this rule. I've only seen the rule happen three or four times. But I was talking to Noodles, noodles about it, and he goes, I just, I don't know. He goes, I just knew I was going to win. I had no doubt, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. Was he and do you feel like that? beforehand? Or something? <laughs> you get like a little vision into <laughs> yeah. the future, Do you feel eye? like that about this year? That's what I'm saying. Do you feel like you're going to win? Um, I feel like I'm, 
I, I feel like I have the chance to win some contests. I don't know if I'm going to win the world title. I, I mean, at this point, I don't feel I'm even close to having a chance to win the world title. My, my confidence after the goal goes pretty low, not just because the the result or you know the contest, but I've been having free surfs where I'd like I feel like I'm an anti-magnet in the water. I feel like every guy right next to me is getting the wave. Like it just sometimes you can get in this frustrated place in your mind when you, you know, expect something more. And uh, so it's actually been kind of a good lesson in um, in patience and humility for me to 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 feel that and uh, and. Um, just try to kind of reset and, and start to enjoy, you know, the people around me, the things I'm doing. Like, I'm at Bells. I have a lot of history here. I'm looking around the crowd. I, you know, I got friends here that, that uh, I've seen for decades. And, um, and uh, you know, I look forward to more of those memories. And so it's just being those moments, you know, like that first stroke of paddling. No one in the room cares about the R word, but do you reckon this is your last bills? <laughs> it's a roundabout way of saying it. This is this is uh, obviously a win that you've had. You've had four wins here at Bills. Are we are we all going to be able to say farewell, or are you just going to keep say us it in the dark? ain't so good? Say it ain't say so. Say it ain't so, mate. mate. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough one, you know. It's a it's a tough one. To, uh, being being at each event, like being on the Gold Coast and thinking this would be the last time. I lost my last time at Snapper and shitty Deramba. Come on. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that was very, very un-goatish, <laughs> wasn't it? But, uh, you want to go out getting maximum vis at the Pipolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be ideal, wouldn't it? No matter how you lose as a competitor, you, you hate losing. But if you have opportunity and you surf well and somebody beats you, there's not so much frustration there. You know, you just, I did my best. He was better on the day. What are you going to do, you know? And so when there's enough opportunity, if, if I just completely screw up, it's on me. But um, I, I, I think I just look forward to, um, you know, just having those opportunities from, for me and the other guy in the heat, um, hopefully more from me. Well, regardless yeah. of what you do. <laughs> Sorry, Al, do you want to say something? I was going to say, you should have stayed off the wall in that heat. Your wave was there, eh? Oh, the boys down deep. <laughs> do you want to hear my logic? What do what? what? Yeah. So the heat, the heat before me, Ricardo Christie was in, and, and Jordy and I think Kayo. And Jordy and Kayo stayed over here, where I, was, where I went and surfed. Ricardo stayed by the wall, didn't get any good waves, paddled over by Jordy and, and Kayo and got an eight straight away, best, heat, best score of the heat. So my heat starts, right before I'm about to paddle out, PK comes up to me and he goes, you should sit by the wall, there's some good rights over there. And I'm like, fuck, I haven't, looked at, I haven't even looked at, at the wall. You know, I haven't even, I haven't even, I, for an hour and a bit, I've been sitting here looking, okay, I'm going to line up right there. It's not really the ones out the back. It's kind of here, but now and then one connects from outside. So in my head, I already had the game played out, how I was going to do it. And we paddled out, and Owen, uh, both the, yeah, well, both the guys went over by the wall, and I went, wow, I'm going to get all the opportunity over here by myself. And I was thinking, they'd be dumb not to follow me, because that's where the best scores came in the last heat, and I just couldn't find it. And I probably sat a little too far out and a little too deep, but... The, the ways were changing, and it seemed like maybe the better ones did come there. Did um, you put that in your notebook? <laughs> um, well, I also have a photographic memory, so it's eh. fine. Yeah. Well, no, I, I would just like to I say, before I we don't. have a little break, <laughs> before we have a break, like, I mean, we don't know where or what is going on with Kelly. We love trying to figure out what's going on in your mind, but, mate, if you're going down to Bell's, 
We've got to go down in force and fucking celebrate this dude. Like, Kenny he's just o, give it up it for the goat. Like, right, mate. Go, thank I, you. I was dead set pretty – as a surf fan who has had so much joy, like, rooting for you, rooting against you, just, like, you know, you, you get to be everything to everyone. What's the percentage? No, I reckon 50-50, man. Like, I mean, you know, like, uh, it's just it's one of those things. Everyone in this room, sometimes they're just backing you all the way, and other times... Your brother not. on the mic actually rooting against me, and he's always commenting oh. on the web. <laughs> I don't know, man. He says a lot of good stuff, too. Just backing up Ron on your run, dog. Oh, Ronnie. I, um, but no, look, I, I just want to say to everyone here, like, let's, let's not have another D-bar where, you know, you're surfing heats... Maybe for fucked. the who knows? Yeah, I want to fucking see people down there running down the beach, leaving their cars up on the hill, and fucking enjoying this guy while we still can because he is the man. All right, let's uh, let's uh, we're gonna have a ten minute break. Before Are you gonna come one? back? Yes, he's hanging in. And Oki, get ready, bro. I'm, I'm probably sleeping on the tracks couch tonight. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I just happen to have my uh, razor right here. <laughs> But um, enjoy a 10-minute break. Before we go to the break, uh, we've got a bit of surf memorabilia here that Paulie, our producer, stumbled upon in a St. Vincent de Paul uh, somewhere down the road here in Torquay. It's the Josh Pomar 2001 uh, classic punk rock surfers featuring none other than Kelly Slater. Uh, we'll get him to sign it uh, and we'll give it away. But in order to win the prize, we, we want to hear a limerick. We're, we're big fans of limericks. We had, a, we had a few poems on the last program and they were, yeah. they were very fun. So if you've got something that rhymes with goat or Kelly, uh, yeah, do your best. Come up with something. You'll also get, excuse me, a T-shirt. We're going to get a pack together for you, a billabong pack as well. Best limerick, going to win these prizes. Do you know what a limerick is? Put it together. Is anyone uh, familiar with Spike Just Milligan? Just Google limerick with the word goat in it. Get scribbling, Swellians. Talk about a lousy weekend. Couldn't find a single friend, friend. Had my heart set on disappointment. Up walks the super Jojo. Ask me how my day go, go. Tells me good luck who fits on my shoe. But oh... Uh-oh, the telephone rings And oh, uh-oh, there's nobody there Saw a girl on the street corner Say, hey, I'm a lonely loner She looks at me like I'm some sort of crud Fast cars pass me by Everybody cursing me wide Find a donut in the sewer Oh, 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 the telephone rings And oh, 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 there's nobody there Doesn't matter what you need I think you're all a bunch of creeps And I would like to see you all gone Stop coming round my door I don't care for you no more Wish you would all just go away Oh, 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 the telephone rings Oh, 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 
Come on back in. You having a good night so far? It's not bad. Smithy's lit the incense so that we can all chill out a bit. He also went and... Uh, it's as close as we can get to uh, Scum Valley's finest in a licensed premises, so... Enjoy the sweet, soothing aromas of Nag Champa. Re- recommended retail price, $2.50 at your local $2 shop. Before we get our guests back out, I just want to say thanks again to Billabong for uh, supporting Ain't That Swell on the road live up the Swellians tour. Don't forget to get a T-shirt because the boys will sign them for you. Our signatures are worth fuck all, but Kelly and I could sign it for you if you're lucky. And um, also to Vonu, crates for your mates. Thanks very much, Vonu. Surfing World magazine who have been uh, backing us. A little bit of a story there. And also Child Eyewear on your Loro and the boys. And uh, who's the other one? Road Mikes. Thanks very much. They're the Spinos. Done me job. Money in the bank. Too easy. Right, let's get them back out of here, folks. Round of applause for Kelly Slater and Mark Ocalupo. There he is, yeah, Rocky! Uh, and Oki, how are you going so far, guys? You all right? So far, so good. What do you, what do you make of this whole shenanigans, Kelly? What do you make of it? No, I reckon we're going good. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, all right. I think the crowd seems to be enjoying themselves. Only, only, only 70% have left. <laughs> um, and, you know, 10% are still paying attention. You might. Come on. You when guys. it comes to Aki, yeah, all I, I do. Aki. You guys got to do your Aki impersonation. Too many jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> Do the, fork, do, do no, the fork in the road. Classic the road. massive respect to Nine Lives. Didn't blow out uh, any spots too. Landmarks out. No, I don't know. You didn't remember the fork in the road? Mate, when it comes yeah. to hockey, all I do is get on my knees and just go, we're not worthy! Like that. I can do one. Alex, up ahead. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, please. Oh, my Lord. One more time. The hot tub. Come on, bro. <laughs> You're Mark Aki Akalupo. You won the OP Pro two years in a row. That is a hey, moral what I say? <laughs> so I, tried, I tried to do the eye roll. Hey, Aki, like, can you just, like, before we get into your bells, like, what was that like being in a fucking big movie, man? Was it trippy or what? Oh, far out. I thought it was, like, I thought that was going to be me. But, uh, <laughs> you ready to hang up the rashie? Yeah, but the phone never rang. <laughs> but uh, it was like full Hollywood came to Hawaii. Hey, it was like we had our own trailers and it was the hugest production. And the guy, uh, Phil Phelps or something, when we, done, when we casted, the guy was like so high on drugs. <laughs> he was like, and like I was young, we could tell. We were like, whoa, this guy's weird. Anyway, we got the part, me and Pagey. And Pagey. Yeah, Pagey. Pagey, um... His visa had run out or something, so he had to go home and get a new one. He actually got locked up for a little while because he ran out, he ran his visa out, and then he had to go and get a working visa. It was super hard locked for him. Up again? It was super hard for him. Pagey. Jesus. 
But yeah, well, I, yeah, it was it was the real deal. It was it was it's pretty a sick fun. Film, man, it's underrated. North Shore's actually. Oh, he's seen it. North Shore. Hey, I'll take your hands up. There's not a single <laughs> hand in this room that shouldn't be raised. Are you kidding me? If you haven't, see it. Yeah. I met. It's I on met a, VHS. I met a guy. I met a guy in Scotland when I was there last year, and he's, he was an American guy, and he said, "Oh, I I, I own a golf course in New Zealand. I want, I want you to come play a tournament with me." And uh, my name is Rick Kane. Yeah. And then I was flying, and then it was. I was telling somebody that I was telling your brother this today. I was like, "This Rick Kane thing's following me around because uh, I flew here from the Gold Coast uh, two days ago, and the pilots' names were Rick and Kane." Oh, dude. It's really right. weird. Like, there's going to be a third episode yeah. right here somewhere this week. That's what I was going to say. Like, North Shore, this, the next one they made was the biggest heap of shit ever. Fucking. No, they didn't make another. Nah. Yeah. No, 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 no North Shore no. 2. Dude. No, no, North no, Shore 2. Oh, Point Break. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Hey. That What's was up? a load of shit, though. Point Break 2 Point was Break rubbish. Was f- but not Point Break. Yeah, fucking, it's all shit. We know that's the only Hollywood surf movies that matter. A North Shore why? and surfs up with the penguins. Why can't they just make starring this guy? Why can't they just make like a comedy? Why didn't somebody just make a surf comedy? It'd be great. Everyone's got this plot. Like there's a surf contest. There's this person from out of town. They're gonna have a love interest. It's like I'll that's be, funny. That should be funny. I'll, I want to do it. Yeah. See, yeah. Aki wants in. <laughs> have you seen uh, the Sea of Darkness? That's pretty funny. I mean, uh, getting doing a, doing a stint in a New Caledonian prison because he had a bum hole full of Bolivian etherwash is uh, that's comedy in my books, goat. That is classic. Yeah, yeah nice. got released, nice one, Don't know what happened there. Got to talk to the distributors. Is that just in my head, or is that actually... Here we go. See, I knew at some point it would get good tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Paulie. He's stitching me up, go. At some go point, it would get good tonight. I was like, this guy's timing sucks, but then I was like, that's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> is it true uh, David Hasselhoff actually sung that song? He did, didn't he? That was How the Hasselhoff. Yeah. yeah. How is the Hoff? Are you guys still marks in contact? legend. I love that guy. You can't He's anything. actually the nicest guy you'd ever meet. He's, he was in Bali the other year when we were there for the contest uh, three or four years ago, five years ago. Wow. And uh, a bunch of guys ran into him. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see him, but um, a bunch of my friends, every time one of my friends runs into him, they get a picture and they're like, I'm friends with Kelly. And, they, and there's all, I got these selfies from friends with Dave Hasselhoff. I should post them all one day. Is, is I just true? Uh, Sorry. So I just watched Baywatch. How come they didn't ask you to do that new movie that they done on Baywatch? Oh, the, Have oh, you the seen new it? one with the Zac Efron and the Rock yeah, and all yeah, that? Yeah. Well, they made a Baywatch uh, film now? Uh, yeah, they, oh, they did a comedy. Hollywood is scraping the fucking barrel. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what happened? How fucking useless, man. Is that writer's strike still going? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, did they ask her? He doesn't know what talent is, this guy. No, um, they no, they didn't ask me. But as the film was just finishing, I met Zach Efron, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Kelly!" And he's like a full surf fan. He knows all the surfers. He's like super into it. And um, he's like, he's like, "You, why aren't you on Baywatch?" I'm like, "I don't know. You didn't call me, you know." I'm like, "I, I could have done something stupid." But. Did you do a suicide shot with him? No. 
No, that was the dude from no. uh, One Direction or something. Yeah, yeah that's right. You, you get yeah. your fucking B-grade Hollywood celebrities mixed that up. Was, yeah, that was Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, I, I've seen my little brother do this. You guys ever done a suicide? A stuntman? It's called stuntman. Uh, stuntman, sorry. Yeah, stuntman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys done them? What you doing? Why don't you do one right now? Show everybody. Oh, can you? You know, Binzy? I mean? Come on, bro. This is your Binzy. moment, man. Chris Binz, Chris Binz, get up here. Former editor of Australia's Surfing Life. He's going to do a stuntman to say that. That was a hypothetical. That was a uh, hypothetical. Sign the seat he's now, gonna go. Do it. We're going to get him up to do one, but tell the story because this is good. So, so I'm with uh, I'm with Steph and Whit Gilmore and uh, Freddie P and uh, hey, hey. bit of shush. <laughs> the fucking goat man. <laughs> no, we're, we we end up going to this. Uh, we got invited to this party at this hotel in Rio, where like all the, you know any of the bands and all this stay when they're there. And um, so we we go to this party, and it's the One Direction guys. It's like them with their private party, and we got up into this party, and um, and then I'm talking to Harry Styles, and I said, "Oh, have you ever done a stunt man?" He's like, what's that? And I explain what the shot is. And he goes, no, I've never done one. He goes, let's do one. I go, all right, this is going to be the only one I ever do. So I, I, that's the only reason I won't do one tonight. I've sworn him off. But uh, no, you, 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 you drink the tequila, you squeeze the lime in the eye, in the eye and you snort the salt. And uh, Whoa. so the tequila is the good part. <laughs> this was in Brazil when you were snorting salt, right? I salt, yeah. <laughs> salt. Mate, of all the things you could have shoved up your nose in Brazil, salt. Is the worst. Yeah. But, uh, That's the worst. What yeah. would be good? Uh, I'm not asking you. <laughs> you. You know, you've been you've been in the limelight for so long. Like fans are a part of your life, right? Because I mean, it's it's something that we fuck. Me and Jed are sitting here right now, wanting to get selfies with you. Like, Smithy doesn't do. When selfies. does it not? When when is it? When is it not great? Like, have you had experiences with fans where you're just going, holy shit, this is like oh, When you're cool. eating. Oh, is that oh, it? Oh, that is so true, man. That's about, yeah. that's about it. Yeah, but have you ever had a, like, you know, a fan who was over the top and, like, coming at you all the time and all that sort of oh, stuff? I don't know. Kelly gets it way worse than me, but no, not really. Like, um, you know, you get, you can tell when someone's, like, a bit weird and then you just kind of. Like this bloke? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not, not overly, no. no. I don't know if uh, you have any complaints here, Kelly, but when I was covering the tour in France, man, I fucking could not stand the way the French used to say your name. I was, man, I was this far away from getting a fucking sack full of stale baguettes and just going ham on pricks, man. That Kelly, 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 shut up! <laughs> In those early days, that like must I remember, have driven you mad. Did not oh, drive you mad? Yeah, those old movies. There's like you're standing on the beach. It's just they're singing constantly. It seems to make you more upset than me. Yeah, it was killing me, man. <laughs> it was killing me. I've discovered is that anyone with a bald head and blue or green eyes looks exactly like me. They apparently look exactly like me. <laughs> Here There's your we go. Opportunity, you see that? You see? Look out. Listen, for me, oh. this was for you, bro. Okay, so explain how this works, Kelly, so that uh, Binzi can talk, walk us through it. <laughs> it looks go. like he wants you to do one with him. I'm not doing it, so... so I've Chris Binzi's here. I've done mine. Oh, well... Wow. No, I'm not doing it. I've done mine in my life, and that's the last one I'll ever do. Get up, 
Hank. Lettuce. 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 Police, you busted. <laughs> oh, man. What is that? Is that a rack? You can smell it from here. This whole night is going to be secrets anyways. It's all just secrets this amongst is... us. So don't worry. Go for it, Benzie. But, um, okay, wait. Both. Can I just ask you quickly, who's you and who's Harry Styles? Because this is important. Okay. We'd have to see him with, like, shirt off or something. Okay. I, I mean... <laughs> Shirts off, shirts off, shirts off, shirts off. Shirts off, come on, boys. Oh, yeah. So, what happens next, Kelly? You, you and Harry are shirts off. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that's brutal. Oh, that's brutal. Oh, this night just really went downhill fast, didn't it? Quick, hide the evidence. Hide wet the evidence. lettuce and binsy, guys. Maximum respect for the wet lettuce and the bins. That was massive. That's a genuine greenback as well. So that's, that's true to the night, I think. So the best part about that is I've never done one. I knew it. I fucking knew it. That's what we call a stitch up. <laughs> so, DJ, wet lettuce. Are you okay, bro? How's that? How's... <laughs> oh, he's pissed us. He can't even talk. That's awesome. Was that some of that like methanol laced Iraq? What was that? I, I've got the feeling I'm oh. going to stay up really late. <laughs> Bed. It's okay. Let's move along. Uh. Right. Let's get on to Oki. And let's get on to Bells. Yeah, the Oki. I'll, I'll, I'll start a question. Oki, what was that, 99, the Skins event? Yeah, 99. That, that, I'll, I'll say that was the best. That was, I'm going to say it's probably the best performance I've ever seen from anyone. So thank you. Well, thanks, Kelly. Far out. Thank you. Um, what, was, just, what was going on that day? What was going what, on? I mean, you just were so connected. And like, it looked like you were just like thinking, okay, I'll just do this boom, and it would just work. Everything worked. <laughs> I was going to say I wasn't doing those things. but um... <laughs> He was eating <laughs> Snickers bars and drinking Cokes between heats. Yeah, yeah, I, and, yeah and I was getting like boiled water put on my feet because it was freezing. I, it was 11 heats, and it went over two days, and the waves were absolutely pumping. I remember Hoyo... Hoyo won. It all kind of started for me when Hoyo won and we went down to Wayne Lynch's house. Did you come that day? In the teepee, we had a party in his okay. teepee. You did, eh? This is a mental story. And, and we had a party in his teepee that went so late and it was so good. Um, everyone was playing music. And that kind of set me off. And then there was a rumour before forecasting that we had an all-times fall coming. And a few days later it came. And we had the whole Bells... Uh, because um, they hadn't taken down all the um, stands and stuff. So there was no one there and it was just us in the stands and it was like six to eight foot as good as it can get. And I had a 6.5 channel bottom that it was a, an amazing board from Rod Dahlberg. <sighs> and it just all went together. Yeah, that just everything happened that day. Mate. I reckon, like, uh, what was the year was that, 97? 
The Skins? Yeah. Oh, yeah, not 99. Was it? No, 97, I think. Yeah, that's when Hoy So, like, Hoy 96, went, yeah. you went down there and um, there's a section in Litmus that uh, oh, yeah. Peter Kirkhouse shot. Yeah. Uh, legendary yeah. Vico yeah. Lensman. And uh, that that is, like, already the, the signs are there. And then 97, The Skins, and then 98, Winning Bells. I mean, that is, like, three years of just full-blown hooked in. Like, yeah. what was going on? How come I don't you know. Just like, so I was just had a weird thought then because like every time something's re- good really happened really good happened to me at Bell Swell Wise and Wise I've been driving that way because that morning I was um, we surfed Joanna and uh, I was with my first girlfriend and then we stayed at Lawn that night and woke up at Lawn and it was huge and then I came that way to Bell's the same way I came from the Teepee when um, <laughs> so I'm just thinking. Maybe drive that way to Bell's, not that way. I don't know. Far out. What are you saying? This is Kelly. That this was the difference. That was the complete difference. Was just the way you approached. This is something you can relate to clearly. <laughs> um, I was mate, trying to give you a tip, maybe. But what's what's the go? Like, I mean, I mean, what, like, tell us how you felt about your surfing at that time. I mean, obviously, you're on the comeback. Uh, the, everyone like used the current heat. From '85 uh, or '86 is a bit of a performance benchmark. Did you feel like you were surfing the best you'd ever surfed in your life over those three years? Well, you know what, I didn't know until I saw the footage because, like back then, like, I would have seen it like that afternoon, like if it was today. But I didn't see the footage till like a year, maybe later or more, when it came out on video. So I didn't really know at the time, and I, apart from people saying that, and it felt good, but I mean. It's funny, like at Bells or J Bay, or these days even maybe a good snapper, like, you know, not in the barrel, but when it's really good walls. I mean, it's just my backhand. Like, sometimes it doesn't feel as good as it looks for some weird reason. Yeah. Did you used to watch a lot of footage of yourself uh, as you were coming up? So if you no, comment- not really. A little bit, like a little bit of video here and there, but it'd be handy to watch a lot more. Um, well, you did pretty good without it. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually like I'm interested to know I mean because a, a lot of punters like you know your average working class Joe or Joanne like they, they, they tend to you know just surf off feel and you kind of tend to think uh, you can only go so far surfing off feel but I mean you'd be the exception to that rule I guess I mean in this day and age people scrutinise footage of themselves like you know like you said they watch it every other but that wasn't you yeah nah I think you can watch yourself too much you know really like because like, all about surfing, like, when you ask me, do you think, like, and if, like, it's all if you don't think, you know, when you're on the wave, if you're looking too far down the line, then you usually mess it up, you know, it's all right there under your board, under your feet, because um, if I thought too much or if I listened to, like, too heavy music or too amped, I'd have a bad heat, you know, I'd relate to not listen to anything, or especially if I'd, like, hear a good song on the radio and, and I'd turn that off and to keep that one in my head, because if I get another one in there, I'm stuffed, right? right. Because I'm, like, I don't know if everyone fucking... else gets this, but I can get a song stuck in my head for a long time, <laughs> like weeks, and it does my head in. I wake up in the morning, it's still there, and I'm like, oh, I can't. Mate, that just gives me full-blown fucking shivers hearing you say that because, like, I reckon, I reckon watching you surf at Bells, like there's uh, some – the Skins event in particular – you're doing bottom turns. You're not even looking. You're not even looking at what's coming. You're just going, and just throwing it up. 
and doing re-entries on fucking eight foot of whitewash where normally you'd need face to do that. You know what I mean? Like it just, it's all about feel for you. Is it, is it always been that way? Like does yeah. it ever get mental for you or are you all, always doing your best surfing when you're not thinking about it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, my back end surfing, you know, I, I, I can honestly say that my, my back end surfing is way better than my forehand. Like it always kind of has been. Like I kind of get stuck on a cutback usually like in weird and it's probably my back now that I'm a bit older but I get stuck on my um on my forehand you know but on my back and I never do and I can surf <laughs> is that me what's going on um <laughs> don't pay attention it's just the technical difficulties that so often plague the program nah and by the way, I'm high as a kite. In case you're wondering, <laughs> Binzi is just the only crying his eyes out. He's been beaten up with Ockie's crying stick for like the whole, the whole app. But I yeah. thought he was showing a photo on my backside. No, we were trying to find it. We've got hundreds of them. Okay. It's just not working. Um, what were we talking about? Just surfing off feel, man. Yeah, like when did it click for you? You know, when did, when did it all just congeal and you, you, you realise that you... Warm and, who, and oh, so you could fucking do who, that on a wave. You kidding me? Fucking shit! <laughs> oh man, and this is like uh, uh, this is the who were your influences? Who 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 was backhanded really like? Because I when I was young and I first started seeing footage of you, I I thought you were similar to Tom Carroll. Quite I a definitely bit. like yeah, he was definitely one of my heroes. But but there was faults in his surfing. It was a little kind of uh, yeah. What were they? <laughs> he was too. I'm just asking for a friend. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just a little jerky, a little jerky, like not round turns, like yeah, he's like often a little squiggly. But um, but I don't know. Like I don't know who I really think I surf like or copied. I don't, I don't think I did. No, I think uh, that's the beauty of surfing off feel, isn't it? I mean, you just you your own. An enigma. Yeah, I, when I was really young, I had like a weirder style than I have, I think. Or someone told, people told me, like when I grew up in Cronulla, I was like, oh. But, um, yeah. I, I, I always liked it because it was just, you said you don't have many moving parts. To me, that was just like efficiency of movement. It was like Bruce Lee surfing or something, you know. I was like, I'll just, you know, do all this I extra I keep on movement. going back to that karate stick. Yeah, the karate stick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right, it's going to be the thing for the night. I'm going to buy you a karate stick for Christmas <laughs> this year, 100%. Um, yeah. No, I used to I used to love watching videos of Ock because he would do these. There was this one video where he, um, it was some Billabong movie, and he does his backside off the top right before a closeout, and he comes down and he just goes. <laughs> just throws his hands like, like, like he built up all this energy on the wave and then used it on the turn, and then he just kind of goes like. That's, Kelly's that's kind of making the motion to just feed it. it. Remember that? I remember that wave. I, it's just, it's funny, isn't it? Like, you know, you see guys surfing with personality. There's a lot of kids getting brought up through systems and, and they're, look, they're coached into sort of what they're doing. And you see someone like Mason, for example, who just surfs with so much body movement. He's probably like the, the modern equivalent of, of what you did to me, like in a, in a different style of surfing, but with all of that personality. Did you feel like you, when, when you were surfing... I don't know. Did it feel more like dancing than competing? It's a weird <laughs> question. Like dancing with the stars, even. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought I might come up. 
<laughs> Shit, yeah, I mean, but I you know what I mean. Well, like, I, mean I see Aki out at Greenmount one day at mm-hmm. Snapper, and uh, it was the week he's doing Dance with the Stars. And every day I see him about surfing, I'm like, are you supposed? To? He goes, oh man, I'm supposed to be like practicing, <laughs> and um, and and uh, and, and the way, he just he just kept paddling back out. Like, wait, he's like, I'm late for practice, right? She's gonna kill me. Everyone like everyone you was doing it and like Snapper was pumping and like Joel and Mick and Kelly, everyone was out there and I'd jump off the rock and everyone would laugh at me. Just going, go back to dance practice. <laughs> that was I was so shit on that show. You were, yeah, fucking, you, were, you were the best. You were the best. You were the best. You're getting the you're getting the fucking visual day, mate. You're getting the vis. Who's got time for me? You good at that? It was all feel. You, you should do the American one. You, know, you could do the Aussie I one. I actually, I actually got invited on the American one. Did you? And I get this letter, and it says, uh, Dear Kelly Slater, we would love to invite you to be on Dancing with the Stars. We have followed your baseball career for a long time. <laughs> what? And I was like, that's not a form letter at all. <laughs> Thank you. They sent them out to 100 people, and a couple guys bite. They weren't yeah. asking for your bank details and that thing. Anyway. I can't believe there wasn't one judge, at least, who was just going, Mate, you dance with so much feel. Like, we are, right now. But, I mean, nah, who was that good dancer? What's his name? Todd McKenney. Yeah. Well, I saw him outside, like, before the show started, and, like, because he's a jerk, right? And I was like, I get on his good side, and he was smoking a cigarette, and I went up, hey, Todd, and he's like, oh, who's your partner? And I told him, and he seemed really nice, and then I got on there, and he just wrote me off. Didn't he? He said, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that's what he told me. <laughs> Well, I reckon that is one of the highlight moments on TV. Only, only thing close is when you're on Hey Hey at Saturday. Like two iconic shows. On your Daryl. The your water was dripping, mate. I'm interested, uh, just to go back to the, the surfing with feel and that, that whole era of surfing that you guys came from. I think I read a quote by uh, Sonny Garcia and he was kind of saying that, you know, you walk, used to walk down the beach at Pipe. Uh, and, and look out to sea, and, and everyone uh, had such unique styles. You know, the Irons Brothers, Ock, Kelly. Uh, and now, you know, we've kind of arrived at a, a time in surfing where, you know, people surf pretty ratchety, a lot of air reverses. People can't uh, necessarily connect turns with, with the flow that you guys had. And the loss of personality from surfing um, is a big kind of issue, I guess, in progressive surfing. Uh, and you know what they said to Sonny when he said that? Fucking nothing, mate. The guy's a psycho. Are you kidding? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on, yeah, just the loss of personality from, uh, uh, well, from surfing <laughs> and why that might be? With the, uh, oh. Did you see that wave of Heath Jaza at J-Bay the other year? The what? Heath Jaza had this wave in the contest at J-Bay about five or six years ago, and he, he just kind of like goes up top and like soul arches it, oh, and just yeah. he's just feeling the Heath wave. Jelski. Yeah. yeah, and he, he oh. yeah, and he, he he got a I think he scored a ten on the wave. Did he? But it was cool. Oh, because yeah. of the barrel. Well, he got barrel, but there was a one part where he just like he doesn't do a turn. He just like souls out on this wave, and I, like to your point, it's like that was personality, and the judges picked up on the feel mm. of that, and so sometimes like. Techni- like right now on the world tour, everyone's just trying to do something super technical and gnarly, some big air thing and more rotation than the other guy or whatever. But like there is a little bit of that loss of feel because of the pressure for guys to go up in the air and do mm. radical stuff mm. and connect a bunch of different radical stuff instead mm. of like a performance that's like some parts of the wave need something slow. Some parts mm. need something fast and radical. Sometimes you got to smash the lip. Sometimes mm. you got to just mm. chill. Yeah, well, I mean, I just thought of something... 
two Kelly light that I never really thought of before, but it's true that the well, the no think and the feel is like you'd actually with the moving parts, like you know how I say like less moving parts. Yeah, actually, lo- you can lose power like by moving your arms around too much. Like, mm. you know, if you keep still enough and put all that into the turn instead of your arms, you like you get more power. I've noticed that. Mm. So that's a tip for any youngsters. But there's no youngsters here. They can't. There's get not in. a single youngster I, here except for every single fellow. That's Nelson over there, by the way. <laughs> there's Nelson. a tip for you. There's a tip. I turn my shoulders too much, like backside bottom turning. I turn too far with my shoulders. And then I watch Ark, and I'm like, how the fuck does he do that? It's just like, I just, like, it's just because you got legs that are this long and they're this big. And shoulders like, that don't turn. Like, yeah. You've seen me play golf, eh? I cannot turn my shoulders. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, Ark, um, just before we move on from Bells into some other stuff, uh, like, what did it mean to actually win that CT after, you know, all this, this time? I know it was a, an important win for you in, for a lot of different reasons, but just to... <clears throat> No, no, the, the Bells win and, and then the title after yeah. that. Well, it was a lot of stuff happening. I, I, I lost my father just before that, but in, in oh, no buts, but uh, in the bigger picture, I mean, there was no bigger pictures than that. What am I trying to say? But I, um, I had my big break, yeah, and that's when I like, put on all the weight and, you know, really um, kind of like lost, kind of found myself kind of thing. Um, still doing that to this day, but... Uh, um, but yeah, so that was just the comeback and that's when, um, you know, like Kelly was involved in all this so much too, because my comeback was, um, when I, when I finally wanted to make the comeback, I made it, I got the opportunity to get into the park trials, which Aussies don't usually get, but I had won it before. And then I got through the trials and got to the final with Kelly and, um, and, uh, we had a great final Kelly beat me in that final, but that's when I realised I wanted to make it the comeback. And um, so that would have been 97 in that final, was it? No, 95, yeah, right. So it took a year. Because you took, you took Sonny out for me, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Appreciate that. That was the yeah, thing, that was Sonny, that was yeah. Terrible. That was when I was getting all the death threats and like well, from it the was, West Side it was, boys. It was all, uh, you know, there was no back door that day. It was all nah, pipe. It was all pipe, And, yeah. you know, Sonny is, was historically not that great at pipe, but obviously great at back door. And it was all left, and I'm like, this is kind of Aki's wheelhouse right here. I, I don't want to watch. No, well, I didn't want to watch just, either. Everything came his way. <laughs> I, I, I was in the next heat, and I you paddled were. out. Sonny <laughs> broke his leash, lost his board. The best waves of the day came to Aki. He was just standing in his perfect barrel, and he couldn't help it. He's almost like, I don't want to be in these things. But I, oh, okay. oh, no, that's what I mean. <laughs> I know, didn't want to watch. Like he, he literally, this guy literally got Gave walked it. down the beach by security. Yeah, I did. And to the and water's then, edge. It was... There was commercials on TV in Hawaii of like all the brados like, come on, Sonny, you got this, bro, we got you. And it was like you got on the beach and the whole West Side was there. Mm. there was, I mean, there's 400 pound brados like ready to snap your neck. They were. And this guy, this guy goes out and beats him. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I don't know that guy. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, I didn't. And, and, I, and I, I paddle out for the next heat and, and, uh, I get close enough to where I go, Aki, I hear Aki going, Sonny, go this one, it's a good one, mate. Just, no, just, yeah, I was. I was. Just catch a wave, mate. Just, this one's, try the next one. Ah. And he's just like fucking losing it. He did. And, he, uh, and Sonny lost, lost his board and I paddle it back out to him. You and I'm that. trying to beat the guy for a world title and I just <laughs> felt bad because I could see the world collapsed. And there was, there was a lot of stuff like you wouldn't know. There's a lot. Sonny's a very close friend of mine. His daughter's my goddaughter, his oldest daughter. And... Um, 
you know, I've known Sonny since I was 12 years old. Like, we kind of grew up together. And, and uh, there was a lot of stuff going on in his life and his marriage and financially, like, all sorts of stuff, like, that could have gone, like, okay, world title and all this works out. Or, like, you don't win the world title along with a whole bunch of other things crumbling. And they did. And, um, you know, that, that was, like... You just had to go out and do your best, but I could see. Oh, you it was felt, the worst! Like this, yeah. the best wave came in. It wasn't even pipe. It came onto the sandbar, yeah. and I was like, I kind of have to take it. I was like, listen, it was a big wave, and I'm like, if I don't go, everyone's gonna think I'm a puss. And if I do go, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then I went, and I got spat out, and I'm like, I came out, <laughs> and it wasn't a claim. It was like the worst claim ever. Like I was like, oh no, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> Not like, oh, that was a good barrel. I was like, oh, no. And then, wow. You and I, you, I, don't, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember us talking. We went, we paddled out in the final, and I don't remember if you remember, like, we, we talked a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And uh, I think I was asking you, should I make a comeback? <laughs> no. I just said, you know, it was such an important heat for me because uh, by that time, Rob, Rob had passed Sonny on the points, and I had to beat you in the final to win the world title. And um, I broke and my board. Can you make, break your board in the final? I broke, yeah, just yeah. a little piece. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> if that's anything, yeah. that was price sabotage. No, that's not on the, the only final of that. I remember, like <laughs> one, t- another final we had must have been the next year. It was back door, and I somehow had you. I must have been going left, and there was no rights. And then you got a ten, like with the ten seconds to go or a minute to go. Remember that one? Sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah. I, uh, what, like, what did you no, say? What I, did you guys no, talk well, about? No, well, I just remember saying to you because I, I knew how, I knew how much you had gone through in that contest, and you knew how much you knew how important that was to me in my career, and it was just like I, I just can't. I remember coming up to you and saying, "Hey, I know how important this is to you. Like, don't for a second, like, I'm, well, I was sort of saying like, don't take it easy, like, try to win this. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't nah, think I by, any, it, by any means you were gonna like lay down for me, but. I didn't want you to feel like you were in the way of anything because you were a wild card. Because I know that yeah, feeling was, when you're a wild yeah, card on yeah. tour and you come up against like potentially a world title heat or something, you can feel weird to be a part of that. Yeah, I've been can. on both sides of that before, and um, it's a strange feeling. But like you know, I knew you were. I knew Aki was making his, making a comeback and get. He got himself in shape, and and you know, I and uh, I knew Beatrice really well, and I was pretty close with you guys for a while, and uh, I just knew how important that heat was to you. Have you won that contest? It was going to be great for someone besides me. It was going to be great for you. It was going to be great for Rob, you know. Mm-hmm. If I won, it would be great for me and, and, and a tough thing for Rob. Um, but, you it makes know. me think about that high five thing. But um, Well, yeah, why? Because, like, I still can't get it. Because if he didn't give you a high five, he would have won, right? Because he would have got priority, right? No, I was smoking him. Were you smoking him? <laughs> Everyone talks about like I this. Know. Everyone I, talks I, about I this hypothetical situation with Rob and I, and it pisses me off because <laughs> yeah, I had two it. tens and a nine five or something in that. Oh, you did. Yeah, right. Like, but Bono's are kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> the reason the reason it bums me out is because it was like, like the best pipe ever. The reason it bums me out is because it was pure and it was just two friends that grew up together. Rob mm. was my best friend. I lived with the guy. Mm-hmm. We rented a house in Hawaii together for years and years. I lived at his house with his parents. Like we were really, really close friends. Same manager, like all this stuff. Our lives just coincided from for ten years of our life. We were there was no one really closer in our lives. Yeah, and that. that was just like, look, we're two kids who met when we were thirteen and fifteen. We're surfing pipeline with no one out as good as it gets, and it's just me and you. And 
Everyone, like, there's this, this sort of thing. Everyone thinks, oh, Kelly's so competitive. He planned that. You yeah, know? that's he what He put they his think. hand up. The, and the made, flat earth is he, a roll ivory. He made, he made Rob... <laughs> he, like, he made Rob come to him. It was like this... Like, like I gravitated But the way him. you do... You're, you're, the way you are a tactician, that's why we thought it. Well, if you watch <laughs> the video... Here's the, this is why it frustrates me, because if you watch the video, Rob gets barreled. I'm claiming it like this, right? I lay down on my board, and I'm paddling. Rob does a cutback and goes like this to me. I got to sit up on my board and high-five him. Yeah, it was did. just weird but that he did that, maybe. But Rob was just enjoying the moment, and he wasn't thinking tactics. He's like, you know what? This is just a moment in our lives that's really special. And I, I was always bummed that people made it to something that it wasn't. You reckon he was actually going for the forward slap and he missed? <laughs> yeah, he might have been. Uh, it would have been so rad if he just went like, hey. <laughs> You're like, Amachado's hey, a thug. Um, look, guys. Fuck, that was so cool. Thanks for sharing that. That was really sick. And, um, I mean, before... Can I just... I'd like to just that say one thing. That stuff could go on that, If we kept on, the, we, we could go for hours. Yeah, I love it. Fuck, everyone's here, man. We all pay <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> no, I'd just like to say one thing to Ark. Um, it's just good to see you healthy and happy. This guy has been literally at the depth of his soul and, and gone through a lot. And uh, it's, just, it's just... It's a really happy time for me to just see you... Happy and going through all that. And I mean, physically too. You know, you've you've had all the weight and all that stuff. Smithy, I know you've also oh, yeah. been through some hard times. Uh, Greened out. Yes, best of luck with that. Yeah. Best of luck with that, mate. On you. Hopefully, it works out. Well, yeah. I have put my I, body. I have put my body through the ringer, but your yeah. body can come back if you. Listen, man. If I, you're I, good. I think there's nothing that makes anyone in this room happier than seeing someone who fucking knows this area, loves this area, fucking back here, full of beans. And we can't wait to see the current. Yeah. Fucking yeah. verse Oki Heat relive. Yeah. yeah. This weekend, and apparently, is this true? Someone was saying that you were a little bit worried about the strength in your legs and that you've been bodyboarding as, as practice against current, which I think is like out current in current. <laughs> it's, it's funny, funny. I didn't how can I know beat current? I'll fucking start bodyboarding. That's how I do it. <laughs> I've body, been bodyboarding heaps and um, with flippers on it, snapper, because it's only been uh, like waist high and it's been so hollow. And uh, it just somehow, like, uh, there's a couple of bodyboarders in, um, bodyboards in the house and then. Somehow, my, my girl likes to swim with flippers, so I got some flippers to swim with her, and then I put the two together, and the waves came, and I'm like, I'm a bodyboarder. And, um... <laughs> I mean, like, because all servers, they can grab a bodyboard, right? And if you haven't got flippers, it's all right, but once you get flippers, then everyone thinks you're weird. <laughs> and that's what I've been doing. But, uh, and then, like, I'm like, hang on, and I've, like, been paddling back out, because when you get put flippers on, if you don't wear them, like, they hurt, they cramp, but after a few surfs, they don't. So I've, been, I've, I've had, like, a dozen surfs, and I've been kicking back out from, like, from, or rain, or from Little Marley back out to Snapper, like, really hard, like, kicking with the flippers, and I'm like... Because I, d- I haven't been training, but I'm like, actually, I'm training. Yeah. You do, fl- do you understand now why we drop in on bodyboarders? Like, do you have a different... <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Are, are you going to flog him or... I can get I mean, any way with my flippers. Are you going to cook him? Are you going to just send him? Current? Hey. Fucking flog him. Flog him. <laughs> well, I do I owe him one. I do owe Tom's him one. Tom's just right back here. He's yeah, not. Just... <laughs> on you, Tom. Love you. Hey, <laughs> but seriously, fucking um, flog him like you did in 85. Well, like, yeah. Send him. I want to. <laughs> 
I want to. I'm going to try and replicate everything that happened, except that he won that heat in '85. But the last one we had at J Bay, he smoked me, and I was quite overweight and not in the right place. But he at got the moment, tan, he got fucking fully. He got really shacked, and I was just glad I got out the back because because it was like ten foot, and like I was like, "Any chance that jet ski can take me out?" I was so worried I wasn't going to get out. But I jumped out and timed it in between a set. I was like, phew, it would have been so embarrassing. I wouldn't have got out if a set came. No way. Um, but, yeah, I'm ready this time. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready too. We're all ready. On your off. Fucking legendary. Absolutely massive. All right. Well, uh, we're getting towards the pointy end of the... It's under or over. Something is good and we approve. We give it an over. If something is absolutely rubbish, we give it an under. Uh, now, first on the agenda panel, the nominations are in for the WSL Big Wave Awards and another great Australian call lord has lined up to absolutely feed it to the WSL. Laurie Towner. So, I mean, we had Noah Dean first and now it's Laurie's turn to say, fuck the WSL... Uh, it's becoming a bit of a refrain, Vaughan. One of oh, our not surfings. my books, but I mean, I understand why people get frustrated. But uh, like this, this is this is a heavy. When one. was this? this Recently a, or a while ago? No, well, just, this, just this last week. Pretty much last yesterday. week. It's Bullshit. on. Uh, it's on Laurie's Instagram. And, There's uh, no way that was, no, that, no, that, last was week? that was the one from last year. No, no that sorry, was ages ago. Yeah, yeah, the wave, yeah. obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about the uh, expletive laden tirade because he didn't get WSL come out. Didn't get a nomination, right? Didn't get a nomination. So we'll just quickly go through the nominees uh, for Ride of the Year Award. Uh, We had Grant Baker at Jaws uh, in November. And, I mean, we all remember that. That thing was fucked up. Are you kidding me? I think that's the heaviest wave ever paddled onto in the history of the earth. Yeah. For sure. It is the heaviest wave ever ridden by, by, by by hand. What Loz had to say on his Instagram. Fuck, I love Instagram for, you know, just expletive-laden tirades. It's amazing. Uh, here's what Laurie had to say. I feel for the surfers who have to keep the corporate wankers happy. I'm a bit bummed in some way. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm a bit bummed, but in some way happy this wave didn't make the top five nominees for the WSL Big Wave Awards. After Surfer Mag didn't put this wave in their top five for barrels of the year, beaten by three-foot skeleton bay waves and a few others, I knew there was no wave this wave would make the top five big wave award nominations because of corporate bullshit. What's the surf industry going to get out of Laurie Towner? The Tyler from Yamba. That's, uh, I put that in there. Uh, the reason I'm somewhat happy is because all my life... I thought it would be amazing to have a ride of the year next to my name. I know it's a meaningless award chosen by kooks with no idea who play the cards of surfers' careers. Winning awards would be in some big wave surfers' contracts. It used to be in mine, and it truly sucks for the surfers trying to make a career out of riding big waves. Lucky for me, it means nothing now. Although the money would have been nice if I made the top five, it reassures me I want nothing to do with winning awards. I will never enter a wave again if I'm to ride another bomb, which I will. This wave is my ride of the year. Maybe my ride of my life, and no one can take that from me. Maybe I'm being biased, you tell me. I wouldn't change this wave for anyone else's wave this year if I had the chance. Even if you were to give me 50 grand on top, there is no better feeling than to successfully paddle a big, scary, draining wave safely to the channel. 
to all the up-and-coming big wave surfers, fuck the big wave awards. Do it for yourself, no one else. Sorry if I'm being negative. I'm not the only one who feels a little hard done by in this year's nomination. There is a handful of terrible decisions. I just want what's best for the future of young big wave surfers, and this needs to be fixed. Honestly, WSL, get tow waves out of ride of the year. You shouldn't be helped by a jet ski. It's also hard to think an unmade wave can be ride of the year. Well, Twiggy, Twiggy's wave might be an exception. Also, sorry for the novel. Now, <laughs> well said, hear, hear. I mean, hard to argue with, with any of it. And I enjoyed the interplay in the comment thread. Uh, Twiggy had this to say. We all agree, Laurie, and we have all been there as well. I've lost many a biggest paddle to guys going straight, brew. But you know what? Rather than looking at the negatives, I've wished the guys who did win all the best and use it to push myself further and to do better and go bigger and deeper the next year. Now, Albie Leia had this to say. Like I've told you, the repercussion I fear the most when things like your waves get ignored happen is what if the next generation missed out on their lorry towner? That would be a damn tragedy for surfing. Without watching you do things like catch that shipstern's wave, an idea like paddling a Jaws barrel would have taken who knows how much longer to become a re reality. You've helped bring the sport to where it is and I know if you were still being supported from the surf industry, every swell, you'd be pushing it further still. You only make it a couple of swells a year and still get the best waves almost every time. I get what you were saying about never entering a wave. I feel that way every year, but there is a large group of us that all want some change. My goal is to get that group in here to change how things are done in the WSL Big Wave Awards and anywhere else good surfing isn't getting due credit. So much that you'll be stoked to be a part of the awards again. There is very, that is a very ambitious goal and hopefully I won't lose all my sponsors trying to get there, but fuck it. We'll get there, I promise. Thank you for everything you've done for surfing and continue to do today. You're a fucking legend. On your Albie, on your Laurie. What a stitch up. I'm outraged. Kelly, uh, you had something to say on there, but you know you didn't word it as you would have liked to have worded it. Um, so, I mean, I'll let you kind of say what you wanted to say Oh, now. it's contextual. But look, Laurie's a really humble guy and everyone who was there for that swell watched Laurie own it. He was the surfer of the swell. Uh, just all around. He was on it every day, every session for the three days in a row. And, um, I mean, I was, I was right there in the lineup with him, and he was, like, he was probably in, you know, two or three times more ways than everybody. He was just in the spot, putting himself in radical positions the whole time. I wasn't out on this session. Um, <clears throat> this was the second day of the swell, and it, it was surprisingly hollow. Like, it, everyone thought it was going to not be as square and stuff, and then the guys who came in from that session were like, holy shit, you should have seen what Laurie did out there. I mean, every big wave guy in the world that saw it was just blown away. And I think my point was, I was just trying to make light. He's like, well, I don't really care. Like, at first, it, his comment is, like, I'm really pissed, F them, blah, blah. And then it's like, well, I don't care now. Well, two seconds ago, you cared a lot, you know? I think the thing is that, look, for a guy who's free surfing and doesn't have a whole lot of sponsorship backing, obviously, winning 50 grand can be a lot. I was trying to make light of the situation, and I said, well, the government's going to take half your money, and you're going to kind of get rid You know, I was like, in my head, I was like, it's kind of funny, but it didn't read as funny. And so I got taken out. Like, a lot of people just were like, ah, fuck you, Slater. And uh, <laughs> I was like, fair enough. And then, the, and then one guy, right, the one guy had this the best comment. He goes, you should be more worried about trying to make it out of a heat at Bell's. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, what do you make of it, Vaughn? 
Of what? And, and, uh, of the whole debacle, this big wave uh, towards debacle. And it's, a, it's a world I don't know enough about, but I mean, like from some, like someone who commentates on this stuff, I guess in this forum, it just sparks as a. I don't think there's any conspiracy. I think they're just trying to do the best they can do, awarding the right guys. Like I don't think they're going, oh well, this guy's sponsored by that, so I'll, I'll make sure that they're rewarded. Like they're just trying to do the right thing, and like there's you know, a lot of low hanging fruit in this argument. Yeah. I, I I personally feel because. It's easy to identify with somebody who's been wrong done. Everybody's been wrong done at some point in their life. And, you, and when you are, you want to be vocal. It's like when one person's vocal about it, it, it kind of like gives you the green light to be vocal. And, but it can turn so negative so quickly. And, but I mean, you know, that, that's where the, the, the whole thing with social media is on one hand, you know, you can get on Instagram Live and, and talk to anyone who wants to ask you a question. For like for hours. I watched it the other morning. It was really cool. It was like probably the best interview I've ever seen done with you. It's just done by all the people in the room. And then on the other hand, you've just got this sort of opportunity for people to just throw shit from like no standpoint, not have to back it up. And it's just, it's, to me, it's like one of the real tragedies about, it's like, you know, the, the flip side of like the how positive it is. Social media is fucking rooted, man. For it's sure. absolutely fucked. What I want yeah. to know, Laurie Towner, uh, he's, you know, maybe one of the best big wave surfers of all time. Like, he is the tube pig to end all tube pigs. An absolute glutton. Uh, and just, I mean, how is this guy not sponsored? It baffles me. I mean, do you guys uh, man, have insight mean, on that? No, that's, that's not, there's Why nothing is this guy to not it. Like, to surf? guys deserve to be sponsored because they get they fucking rip, mega they drainers rip, on but like, days at cloud break. Like, look at that thing. It just, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's mind-blowing, but, man, you just... doing it for the love. Are you kidding me? There's a million companies out there with money. I mean, he's risked it. You know, everyone knows you've got to risk it to get the biscuit, born, And, you know, Laurie's risked it. Yeah, so the biscuit has not been forthcoming, and I'm outraged. Go, I know you've got a lot of biscuit. Oh, is that an under? Is it an under? Under. Fuck the WSL. Under. There you go. This dude keeps yelling at me. Because I dropped on him 14 fucking years ago in Greenmount. <laughs> I swear to God, he just told me that tonight. He's been holding on to it, and then he walks by and starts yelling at me. I love it. We just went to the toilet, so I think he might be he ready goes, to let it go. He comes up to me, and he says, uh, and I'm not trying to say this, because he's gone. He, told, he comes up to me earlier, and he goes, he goes, so when you drop in on somebody, do you get the fist, or do you just word them up? And I said, I don't know, in the situation you're talking about. He goes, you dropped in on me at Greenmount 14 years ago. Like, <laughs> Are you serious? Like, really? I go, you should have said it then. What were you waiting for? Tonight? Like, really? You're waiting for tonight at the bowling club when I don't you remember it? Got... Well, as it happens, we do have behind the screen an octagon yeah, like... ready to go. <laughs> it's back there, believe me. Uh, there any more unders and overs, DJ? Oh, well, well uh, we got hot. Yes, yes, sorry. The foil. We've got a couple mess. more. The foils. We can't forget the hydro foils. I saw Damien Hobgood nearly got his fucking head cut off at our restaurants. And I wanted to know your thoughts on... Yeah, look at that, man. Poor old Damo. Was that? King Damon Hobgood? Yeah. When was that? This was... Uh, I think it was a few weeks ago or oh. uh, maybe a month ago or hey, something. What's, what's yeah, the deal man. with foils? I mean, I always thought that the only thing foils were good for was running over sups. Because, you know... <laughs> I thought that was... I thought that's why they were invented, actually. Just good for those ferry boats between t- Papayete and Morea. Yeah. Well, what's the go? What do you think? Go on, throw it out there. It's a safe room, mate. 
when I was a kid, space. when I was a kid, they called Cocoa Beach where I grew up, and I think it was just a slogan for Ron Johns or something. But it said "Small Wave Surfing Capital of the World," and then it's it's definitely not that anymore. That's somewhere in Brazil, but um, they're they're definitely small wave capital guys now. But it's um, I thought it could make I thought it could make sur- uh, surfing in Cocoa Beach kind of fun again, yeah. you know, yeah. with the foil, because the waves are pretty weak and small, and you can go fast. What do you think, Hope? That's not gentlemen. I haven't seen that. That's dangerous. But there's a lot out the well, front of where I live at um, Rainbow Bay, and that's dangerous. Well, I've never done it. Last have you done year, it, Kelly? I've no, done I'm it under, like oh, yeah. I did it one time with Kai Lenny. He goes, "Hey, try this." We're in Fiji, <laughs> and it was a sucky little left at Namotu left. Yeah. And I tried it, and the foil hit me in the neck. Did it? I literally <laughs> oh, was like, Lord. "Okay, I almost died. I'm done." You done? And then yeah. I did an electric. I did the. Uh, with Brian Surratt, I did a yeah, yeah, yeah. little one on tiny. You got to just do it in like mushy ways where there's no people. Now, I, was, I was interested to think what the guys at Snapper were thinking last year because a few of the Hawaiian boys showed up and jumped on foils and were right. It was crowded day yeah. and they were doing foils through the crowd. And I'm like, that's maybe not they that good. Did. You know? I know, but it's, at least they know what they're doing. There's kooks out there that are dangerous. Well, I yeah. mean, what happens just, once we confront beach breaks uh, full of fucking hydrofoils like that? I mean, that's where we're headed if they don't. I mean, I know Greeno wants to kind of outlaw them or, or, or put them under a, a bracket similar to a boat so you can't operate them within 500 metres of yeah, people. That I good. mean, that sounds like the most logical path Led forward. Ha- Led Hamilton told me he's going to catch the biggest wave ever caught on a foil. Don't well, know. Is he going to break? Something. But the wave won't break. <laughs> yeah. Probably, right? In the hey, middle of the ocean somewhere? I don't uh, know. Ronnie got his house renovated recently and um, the guy who, who did the reno got into foiling and he was like, Mate, this is the best thing ever. It's the best thing I've ever done. It feels so good. Check out what happened to him. Come on. Oh, i got a feeling foils are going to just take care of their riders. Because oh. uh, he copped that in the face and he had to get a, a tube inserted up his nose that blew air into his face and released the skin. So it was like a big balloon. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. And I mean, uh, mate. For those listening on the podcast, we're looking at a guy whose head looks like it's been run over by some kind yeah, of... Yeah. And it could, by the way, love you, Pete. Like, on your Pete. If you're listening, Pete. up the swelling. Hope you're getting better, mate. Uh, but this is like this is pretty much karma. I think I think the foil will sort sort itself out. I don't think we need to worry about the foil as a threat. Huge under. Under. Been a great night. He looks like he's in a UFC fight, basically. We're going to throw it open to the Swellians for ask us a question. The last segment of the night. For, boys, get ready. It's coming at you guys hot. Okay. Here we go. Ask us a question, we'll tell you no lie. Ask us a question, we'll tell you no lie. Alright, we've got our first question up the back. Who is it first? What's your name and what's your question? Um, Big Trev from Torquay. Let's give it up for Big Trev from Torquay! Yeah, Trev! A bit of a question for the goat now. Um, you're you're a golf fan, obviously. You've, he's he's mad into his flog, apparently. You've seen what Tiger did last week with a uh, Robocop kind of back and um, some horrible injuries for the last few years. He's gone out on top. Do you reckon you can replicate or better what he's done with your uh, Robocop foot? Cop foot, yeah. Tippy tappy goat foot. Hoof, mate. It's the hoof. Tippy tappy goat hoof. Great question, Trev. 
Well, hey, Brad Gerlach Brad just walked Gil- in, and he will be doing impersonations of Aki tonight at some point. Oh, dude. Jenny no, Muffin. he's not. Jenny Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Impersonation king. Did you organize this, Kelly? That was I'm out of here. Perfect timing. <laughs> Aki, you're not going anywhere. There's going to be questions coming your way for sure. Brad Gerlach, everyone, former world number one. Hello, girl. <laughs> yeah. I just live up the street and I heard that uh, you were imitating me, imitating you, imitating me. Wait. One of those. So I had to come down and. How's it? Yeah, come on. Heavy. Yeah, so I've only had like a little glass of wine, so, you know. <laughs> Is there anything to drink? Can I have a beer? We could preface this, girl. Yeah, I yeah. Could, hit I me could, up. So I feel. So you're. Uh, I feel weird on the edge here. I feel weird. Big, big Trev. I haven't forgot your question. I'll get to it. Um, but uh, so you are Aki, okay? And. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, have, we haven't forgotten about your question, by the way. We'll get to that. But uh, does anyone want to hear? Girl acts Aki impression or what? So, <laughs> no, Aki doesn't. So, uh, Ark, um, how's the how's the surfing going? No, I got to start with something uh, else. Gotta I got to I got to I got to just start with uh, Aki. I was I got to say that I was 19. I was in Cronulla. I got to I got to tell this one because this is more you know. I was 19. I got invited to uh, to host the wet T-shirt contest. Fuck, they don't have those anymore at the con. What what happened? That was kind of the whole reason I went on. Ain't that swell? Into that girl. The whole reason I wanted to be a pro. Fuck, it's hot in here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Jed. Thanks, mate. Yeah, get it off, I. Yeah. Um, and. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, Aki, um, around this time, there was this whole, like, you know, we got to stop these American wankers thing. And oh, I was, I, I, I took it personal. I was like, fuck, he thinks I'm a wanker. So, um, so I kind of like, oh, uh, okay, okay. But anyway, I got invited to host this wet t-shirt contest. And I'm, uh, yeah, I didn't have to think about it for too long, but um <laughs> So all the girls were coming up, and I, I didn't know what to say, but it was about this crowded, and I was pretty smashed. And I was like, oh, so uh, who's your favorite surfer, you know? And I was like, oh, I like this guy, I like that guy. And then one girl was, oh, I love Mark Akalupa. She didn't even finish his name. And I went, no. And I just went into the whole, um, yeah, look, you know, and tugged on my shirt and went, oh, mate, oh, you know, you've got, you've got good taste. You, you, you've got really... You know, whatever, I just, you know, sorry, but I just kind of like went off and people were cracking up because it's where he's from, you know, so anyway, um, later, later on after the thing was over, I had like, I don't know, it was like five or six different ones that I was like, oh, which one am I, which one am I going to take home here? (laughs) And, um, and, uh. It, it was like that. It was really like that. So um, tips for getting through that kind of scenario. Uh, I think I think there's a technical term for it. It's called affluenza. It's like how do you decide? And well, I, I learned I learned too. Like, 
you got to decide because you'll be like, oh, you're playing one. And then, you, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm on the other and then I'm on the other. And next thing you know, you turn around and you're like, they're all gone. Yeah. You, you know, just and you go, fuck, why didn't I just fucking take the first one? You know, she wasn't that bad. But anyway, uh, so I'm just like trying to, I'm trying to work it out. And, you know, this is like my, maybe this is my second trip to Oz and I'm, I was loving it, you know. And, um, and anyway, someone comes up and says, hey, uh, Mark won't say a word with you. And I was like, what, what? Oh, it's fucking on. He wants to fucking go. And I'm like, I, and, and I had a lot to drink, so I was just like, all right, fuck, it's my turn, you know, and um, fuck, step up here. There he is, and I'm like, I'm like yeah? Oh, sorry. Yeah? I, I look at him, and he, he immediately disarms me, and he goes, oh, mate, I don't want to fight. You know, and I go, and I, and I, and I go, oh. And he goes, you know, Brett, you're good. You're a good surfer, mate. You should stick to surfing. You know, like, <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not good at. You're not good at the impressions, mate. You're not fucking. You know. You should. You know. And I just immediately went, oh, 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 and I felt like such a dick thinking we were gonna fight. And then from then on, from then on, though, Aki would see me and go. Hey, Brad. And then he'd fucking run away from me because he knew, like, I couldn't help it. Like, everything he did, I was just like, oh, there's another one. You know, there's another one. You know, and he's, and I, and I see him, I go, I promise I'm not, I'm not remembering everything. Like, I'm just, you know. So, anyway. Yeah. I was like, I love you now, but I hated you back then. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> but then you I learned you to get over it. Oh, you know what they say? Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. The question, we've got some more questions. No, we haven't hit Trav's question yet. What was the question? Where'd you come from anyway, Brad? Trav. Okay. (laughs) No, I got it. So, look, a lot of people who don't golf or like golf or think golf's lame were super inspired by Tiger Woods in the past week. He, like, it was pretty radical what this guy did. I mean, this guy's been arrested for drunk and drug driving and... Um, he's been hit in the face with a golf club by his wife, ex-wife. Um, he's, he, uh, yeah, he's had a lot of stuff go down. So, and he hasn't won a major in however long, you know. And it's I put just, money on him when he was paying $21 yes. at the start of the event. Yeah, Rob. I love Tiger Woods. Another classic Hockey Bills moment. The Milky Bars. He was How paying much? $21 to win that. At How the much start. money did you put on him? 25 bucks. 25 bucks. <laughs> so, have you guys read the, have you guys read the story about the guy who he wagered $83,000 in Vegas on Tiger winning this and he made 1.2 million dollars this week? Yeah, and and I just read the interview with him today. It's in the news now and he he said um, I I wagered absolutely everything I had that I could lose and like still get by in my life. And so he just he figured eighty three thousand was it. He took it out of this bank account. He flew to Vegas with a huge backpack of money, and he he got in a lift like an Uber. I don't know if you guys have Lyft here too. He got in an Uber with this woman. He share he ride shared an, a Lyft because he wanted to save three dollars <laughs> to go to a casino and find a casino that that would take his wager. And so he finally found one after being turned away by two, and he won one point two million dollars. Pretty amazing. I mean- Listen, yeah. and like, it's the first. He said it's the first sports bet he's ever made in his life. But I mean, it's an obvious. It's kind of people want to know. Should like, kind of tell my twenty-five bucks. Don't does it? that? <laughs> does that mean anything to you? Does it mean anything to you? Does it affect you in any way whatsoever? That Tiger Woods has like sort of come through this big journey and and 
Have Juan you met him? Do you know him? Yeah, I know Tiger a little bit. Um, uh, it, it, it does affect me because I'm a, I'm a fan of the game and I'm a fan of the history of the game. And uh, I've been a huge fan. I've been inspired of, of, by Tiger since 97 when he turned pro. I watched his first tournament. I mean, he's been a huge inspiration to me because he's done things that you know people didn't think he could do in his sport. And... Um, and uh, I think it's a spectacular win. I think it's one of the greatest ever sporting achievements, what he's done, considering what he's been through and what he's gone through and how long it's been since he won and the challenge to, meet, to try and match Jack Nicklaus's 18 majors. He now is 15. There's a, there's a huge story there. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's super inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> where are you? And who have you got? All right, we've got someone down the front. Let me through. It's been a rare night for the wet lettuce. Evo, I, catching up after the show for a couple of gold cones. Yeah, brother. Oh, fuck. Forgot about me gold cones. Yeah, have All a right, we got there. another question here. What's your name and what's your question? Uh, Tim Stevenson from Jan Jack Wardriders. Up the Swellians. Yes. Um, there's been a few like instances tonight where, Kelly, you've been like challenged to a fight. Once from Oki with his karate stick and then... Oki against Gurr. Who would you rather fight? Oh, back well, then, back then, back then or now? And, and now. now, and okay. what would you do? Uh, Great question too, <laughs> guys. Right, Swellians. Well, that's the, that's the shit know, we actually want to well, know. That's a good question. I know Kelly does jujitsu, so I'd probably rather fight Brad now. But back then. Um, Slater was 11, so I'd go that way. That's a, that's a good bet. Kelly was 11. That's a good bet. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I got it right. But I'll I don't... tell you exactly what Aki would do against me, because he did it. He, he's, he did this. Whoa. Whoa. That's actually what you did. <laughs> Kelly's making a kind of constipated karate kick. Minute. He kicked me, and I just kind of stepped back. I'm like, okay, I guess that's what I got to deal with. <laughs> Now they impersonate me. Now they impersonate me kicking too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to got a question? Oh, yeah. All right, we're going right here. What's your name and uh, what's your question? Well, um, I've got a question for the what's goat. Name? Oh, my name's Harry. Sorry. And uh, from Torquay. Yeah, from Torquay. Um, so anyways, I was out in the lineup at Hawaii and I heard this story about, um, yeah, cheers. <laughs> um, anyway, so Oki apparently crashed his motorcycle out the back of uh, someone else's car. He knows a story yeah, to tell and, you. Um, so I just wanted to get some context about this story. If it's true, Oki, if you landed on your feet or not. So that'd be great no, to get some context. Like, I love this story. You this is one there. of my old Did you see that, Kelly? Or, but, oh, you have friends at Sora. I wasn't there, but a friend of mine... Okay. Was eating food on this they at somewhere. They were having lunch, and they saw Aki riding a motorcycle. No shoes, no helmet, no shirt, <laughs> as you do. And and uh, do you know the story, girl? Do you know? And I'm trying to think who it was. It was it was another pro surfer. It was Tom Carroll. I, I don't know if it's Tom. I'm forgetting. It was a pro surfer. I don't know if it was. Was it Ross? Is that what I said? Yeah. And so. And, uh, and so whoever yells over to Ock, Ock, how are you? And, and Ock's riding, and he looks over and he goes, Hey, gone. And he just, and the car in front is stopped, and he's going about 20 miles an hour, and he just hits it full speed without ever hitting the brake, 
does a front flip over the car and lands on his feet. <laughs> Grabs his I bike and rides off. <laughs> I did. Oh, that's all gone. That is only like there are only things that I think I can do, but I mean I didn't do it on purpose. There's no moving parts. There's no moving no, parts. No so he moving just kind of landed. But the thing is, like I wasn't stars. meant to be riding that bike. It was like this Hawaiian guy's Harley Davidson, and I like, and then so when I smashed it, I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna kill me. And then like, wow, wait, the bike wasn't dented, like, and I'm like, I'm out of here, and I couldn't lift the bike up. And the tourist that I ran into was like, come on, trying to get my details. And I'm like, no way. And I eventually got the, <laughs> got the bike up, and then I couldn't get it started. I eventually got it started. Yeah, and my, bro- out my of name it. is Brother Connie Malotti. <laughs> so, yeah, it did happen. But, um, yeah, I flipped a few things. I flipped a boat once off Molokai and had to swim in for a couple of k's. Hey, mate. I do that shit. What about, is, it, is there any truth to the rumour that after the skins, you won the car, the Jeep, you were in the bottom oh, yeah. of the car park, you couldn't get it up the hill? I kangaroo hopped all the way up Bell's car park. It was a funny, one of the funniest times of my life. Because you couldn't I, drive like, a manual. I got in the car, I've never driven a manual before, I got in the car and it was in first and it just went gong, 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 gong. <laughs> and they were filming me and everything and I'm just hysterically laughing. I finally got it the right way and I just got out of there. Yeah. He got the, the best thing I ever done. Got the Torquay, the gearbox shit itself. It's still there now if you want to get a photo in it. In, in that Skins event, Ock just smashed all of us. And I think the first day he won nine heats and two the next day. Is that right? And do you remember who beat you in the first day? Who, who ended up beating you? Who ended up taking you um, down? Um... Um, <laughs> you got the one sunset. Um, the My day day is Monday. Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm walking down the beach to go surf Winkapop, and and Aki has like he's just won like heats for four hours straight, basically. And yeah, fifty five grand, a car, free Snickers for life, and and uh, and he and he, he 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 gets a wave and he claims it and he comes in, and it wasn't that great a wave. But finally, like there's a little bit of kryptonite there. And he exposes himself, and uh, Miles Padaka gets this wave, and he just kind of rips the thing all the way down to the beach, almost over to Winky. And he gets by the beach, and me and someone else are going surfing, and I'm looking at him going, claim it, claim it. Like, somebody's got to beat this guy. And, and he's like, because you only, at the end of the wave, you only have, I forget, like five yeah. seconds or ten seconds to put both hands up, and that's your claim. Yeah, and then it doesn't count. you got to go back out. And he just kind of goes, uh, okay. And he, he does it, and he, he, gets a, he only got a 7.5. Yeah, it was finally, I think, I might, I think I he was just so tired. Or something. Yeah, Typical of the 11-time world champ to not let Oki get more than 11 Take hits. Take him out. <laughs> <laughs> hey? Hey? Oki's We're tied. Fine. We're tied. Yeah, yeah, 11 hits. Yeah, well, that'll do. That's close okay. enough. Hey, um, <laughs> who else has a question out there? couple more left, and then we're going to wrap this up. going to go to the side. I just realised I made a spelling mistake on the sign. It's been, I don't know if anyone noticed that. What's your name and uh, what's your question? G'day, Ask DJ. Ask a question. <laughs> letters. There's only three letters in that word, man. That's the shortest spelling error I've ever seen. <laughs> like, honestly. Some of your best work, Letters. G'day, uh, uh, Chipper from uh, Point Lonza. <laughs> Questions towards uh, Kelly. Um... I heard the epic swelling story of uh, Mick uh, Mike crushing Kanye's style at uh, Turtle Bay or whatever that event's called. 
And I uh, just thought, what do you thought when he got up and started calling you the great Australian nickname, uh, Jimmy Slade? Hey, question. Have a comment, <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the, uh, the Mick Fanning story at the Silver Pole where he gets up and he's going, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Slade. And then, oh, for Paul, that's and then he was, says yeah. to you... Uh, you say, oh, well, how would you feel if I came to Australia and, like, started calling you out in front of your crowd? And he goes, you'd probably get laid. I <laughs> <Yeah>, did. <laughs> Fanning's a fucking national hero in this country, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I've, I've learned to manage. I've learned how to manage Mick. And Ock. No, Mick, you've you got to expect that. Well, what, about, what about you and Mick? I mean, like, you know, you've had rivalries your whole life. I, I can think of so many great ones. Jimmy Slade's an Aussie nickname. It's not. The Americans gave me that. Yeah, that's the Baywatch. Baywatch. Right? <laughs> that's the Baywatch name. But, mate, like, uh, just quickly on Mick, you know, like... It's Aussies that call... Amer- no one in America calls me Jimmy. I swear to God, it, it is funny. But you've had, you know, Beshin, Machado, Ock. You've had so many epic battles, irons, of course. Where does Mick fit in? For you as a, as a rival? Right there at the top. I, th- I think probably the only bigger one was me and Andy. But beyond that, Mick, Mick and I have had close to 30 heats together or something. And um, the best thing about, the absolute best thing about me and Mick surfing against each other is that Darren Hanley is his shaper and Belly's been my guy all these years. And Belly and, and, and Hanley are really good friends. And every single time we surf against each other, they have a $1,000 bet. And and uh, and it depends on which country they're in. So in in Australia, it's a thousand Aussie, and in Europe, it's a thousand Euro. And uh, so um, so Darren hasn't paid up a few times. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Belly, Belly lets me know he's not doing it that tough either, just quietly. Yeah. And and uh, so so this one time, Belly is gonna pay up, and it's two thousand bucks or whatever, two thousand Euro. And uh, Belly. Belly goes and gets some money, and he, he, pays, uh, he pays Darren, and then he goes, oh, oh, I got to do something. He gets his phone, calls Hanley's wife, goes, just so you know, I just gave him 2000 bucks. It's in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that just basically meant Darren didn't get his money. So. <laughs> <laughs> One last question, wet lettuce. This is it. Oh, we've got this guy right We're here. We're wrapping eight, that's well. Thanks very much. Talk last question Barlow. of the night. What a fucking epic night. <laughs> question of the night. What's your name and what's your cue? And this goes out to Doug Goat. According to Cameron Diaz, you're packing some serious heat. <laughs> Have you ever tried Come on, to... Come it was on TMZ, it has to be true. <laughs> Have you ever tried to pack a frontside stiffy stall at Lamore? <laughs> that is a great question. All the gold cone pieces, give it up. What was your name again? That is a comment that if you like. amazing. All right, guys. You know you're in Australia when we get questions like that. For sure, man. You know, it's, 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 it's said with love. It's said with love. Hey, listen, before we go, does anyone have a limerick to win these prizes? Anyone? Does anyone come up with a limerick? Does anyone know what a limerick is yet? We got one. Oh, wait, 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 wait. oh look, see, he's got it on the phone. Here we go. No, yeah. Dan Bilzerian with the limerick. 
Sorry. <laughs> some applause from the crowd. You haven't said your limerick yet, pal, but give him some talk here. Give him some. Jed and Vaughan, you'd probably better know me as Mathis Bonolo. The turtle shot? Turtle photo? Best turtle photo ever. Best photo ever. Turtle. Don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just going to go with it. Jimmy O'Brien humping the turtle? No, My no. favourite turtle photo is the one of Kelly under the turtle shell in the Jeff Hornbaker book. I love that thing. Oh, oh I wish we had It's that on my one. wall. And then I upped yeah. Kelly, which uh, Vaughn, you told me I was better than Kelly, with a photo inside a turtle shell. It was a question, yeah? Yes, Mathis yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. yeah thank you. Thank you. All right, Limerick, Limerick. All right. Where's the Limerick? He's a classic Aussie legend named Oki. Better known for martial arts than ice hockey. <laughs> Kelly thought Oki was a massive prick, but only because Kelly was wielding a karate stick. <laughs> Ox shreds bells apart like as a fucking fine art. And instead of chasing a tail, Ock will always be known for his sick fucking rail. For Dan Balzerian Eminem. <laughs> That's it, folks. Thanks very much. Is that it? Have we got another one? Oh, we got one more. Any other limits? Is that a freestyle one? Well, he wins the uh, he wins Surfer Punk Rock, the Josh Poma, little known Josh Poma 2001 classic. Hold on. We've got a late entry. Hold the phone. A freestyle edition. Oh. Watch it, watch it. Uh oh. Late watch entry. It. What's your name and... Uh, Old man's going to go off the dome. What's your, what's your limerick? If you go off the dome and beat that, you win. But that was pretty damn uh, good. That, that's way better, man. I've got... The goat, the goat. If you've listened to the Swellians before, the hoy said all you do is gloat. But since you're the goat, all I've seen you do is come across the moat and step on bloke's throat. Do it at Bells this weekend. <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. Off the dome, extra points for off the dome. A round of applause, folks, for our panel, Brad Gerlach, Mark Ocalupo, Kelly Slater. Thanks very much for coming out. Are you kidding me? I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? 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 Kidding me? Kidding me? Are you kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. 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 Oh, you've got to be kidding me. 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 You gotta be kidding me, right? You gotta be kidding me. What? You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking 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 kidding me?
Are you fucking kidding me? You're not fucking kidding me. Are you fucking kidding me?